The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I mean, it's fairly obvious. I, I thought it was fairly obvious. I don't know why you would make such a colossal mistake. But maybe I'm missing something. Oh. I got to check myself on this. Yeah. So this guy tweets out or posts on social media. I think it was mm-hmm. on Twitter. Might have been uh, Instagram. But anyways, he posts out a message, right? Something on social media. Some social media could be in Reddit, though, now that I think about it. Maybe it wasn't. But anyways, he posts out there. uh, I'd never, ever hurt a lady, but I'd be happy to punch a feminist. Uh, Okay. Okay. I can can see that. I absolutely agree with him. I do, too. Right? I mean, uh, punching a feminist would be, there would be some joy. That would, (laughs) wouldn't you enjoy that? Especially like the feminazis. Oh, well, I mean. Now you're just being redundant. <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't act on this. No, I no, wouldn't want it. No. But it would be it would it would bring me joy to just yes. And I don't mean like something really damaging or anything. Just one of the like the quick little jabs. The just one that the, like wakes you up. Like, whoa, right. What was the that? The quick little jab to the nose. Just right there. Boom. Oh, whoa. Oh. <laughs> I mean, not even one that bloodies your nose. No. Or no. or to the mouth. Or you just get a little fat lip. <laughs> Right, just a little right there. Come on, yeah. Wouldn't you like to punch a feminist like that again? I wouldn't do it. Nothing that would damage them. It's more like the dog on the no, no, no newspaper. Yeah. Now go buy yourself something pretty. Right. I mean, you get it. (laughs) So I understand what he's saying. I cannot condone this. No, but I understand understand. it. Yes. But isn't there a failure there? Yes. In that. You don't want to punch a feminist. It's going to be bad for you. And of course, as soon as he posts this, everybody responded. And they're all like this. How you doing? Uh, I'm a lady from the Bronx. And uh, you want to punch me? Fine. Punch this feminist. All of these big steel hauling, truck driving, 12 sandwich eating mamas out there saying, come on. Punch this feminist. I'll see you. Hang on, Stan. I'll help you hit lift that heavy box in a minute. Right? I mean, it's like that. So, you know that. They're feminists. Yes, yes. They're hairy-legged, hump-on-their-back, mustached women. That's what we're talking about, right? You don't want to punch them. And all he got was his whole thread of whatever. <laughs> so, again, I would like to do that, you know? I can't mm-hmm. condone it, but yeah. I understand the, you know, the joy the it would joy bring you. Would bring, yes. But you don't want to do it because you're going to get your butt kicked. Yes, especially by right. Mrs. Feminists Tom. are are goons. They're yes. gargoyles. Yes, they belong in the side of a building, scaring pigeons away. They belong out in a field, scaring crows away. They're the, you know, the person you use to scare children to make sure they clean their plate and go to bed on time, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Oh, that's funny. Right. So you don't threaten a feminist. Are you out of your mind? No. 
you could threaten him from far away. <laughs> yes. And maybe that's what he was thinking. But they know who he is. It's not like he hid uh, his identity. So isn't that fairly obvious, yes, don't you? Is, yes, yes. Okay. You would think if it's obvious, but. Wow. Yeah, I mean, dude, don't do that. Psst. Have you not seen the feminists out there? Mm. Do you remember my hashtag? Yeah. How to spot a feminist? It's so. It, I mean, it's time maybe to revise this. Here I was doing good in the world. Yes. And- I'm putting this out there so we all recognize how to quickly spot a feminist and therefore you can avoid them. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, trying to spot a vegan or a vegetarian. They're going to tell you in seconds. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? I'm Doc. I'm Paul. I'm a vegan. Right? Whoa. I mean, it's... You didn't need to tell whoa, me Whoa, I didn't... Uh, what? I didn't know we had to get that intimate. I'm just saying, hey, I'm you know? Chris. I'm a meatist. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm a carnivore. carnivore. I'm an omnivore. I mean, that's... <laughs> maybe we get to know each other a little bit first, right? <laughs> it's too personal. Right. But the feminist, I mean, it could just be a, an ugly dude. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be a feminist chick. Right? You don't know. You see a guy pull up to you or driving next to you on the highway. Mm-hmm. You know, the semi coming through. The guy's got flannel, a big bushy 70s mustache, right? Hey, just want to tell you that your gas tank is open. Right? I mean, that guy. It could be just some trucker, some dude out on the road earning money for his family. Or it could be some feminist chick mm-hmm. out there. It's not as easy to spot. No. Now, if I said, Chris, okay, I'd like you to meet, and I fill in the blank, and it's a woman's name. Okay. You, whoa. And it's, you know, it looks like that steel hauling man. Yeah. You're going to, oh, feminist guy. Yes. Okay. yes. Right, you got it. 100%. I mean, you may not know in today's world because we got so many gender identities. I'm not, yes. But it comes up. You're like, oh, that's a woman's name. Yes. Barb. <gasps> Dress like wearing that, mm, I wonder, uh, right? You're right there. smells here, yes. So I'm just saying be careful out there. Yes. And if you would like to remind people and share a few thoughts, hashtag how to spot a feminist. <laughs> it's always a good idea. It's probably like continuing education for us. Yes. It's good, you know, to... to like out of a refresher course, you probably know the material. Yes. You've already mastered it years ago, but maybe you haven't been thinking about it as much. It's when you go, you know, in college, you, you know, you, um, I don't know, when you retake that course, yeah, you audit the class. Oh, you, uh, you're you right. You audit That's, the you're class. auditing it just to brush up, just to make sure yes. you're fully up to speed. So hashtag be, how to spot a feminist. You should, when you do classes on technology, technology evolves. Good point. And circumstances. Yes. You know, you're used to applying this knowledge of how you can quickly spot a feminist. Mm -hmm. Um, Hashtag how you spot a feminist. You know, in certain areas, but is technology involved? And as your life changes a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe you're uh, you're at more truck stops now. Yes. And you're you're assuming these are all men. And Dr. Thompson. Maybe not. Last time you did this course of Mm -hmm. how to spot a feminist, were there 182 genders? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if the aliens had visited from Alpha Centauri yet and created these other 180 genders or not. Mm. I'm not sure the time frame. I'd have to go back and look. Also, we've seen that, you know, now pronouns are a big deal. So people have to go back and say, how can I spot a feminist? Make sure I get the right pronoun. He used she, they use Z. I don't know what that means. Is it? And you're telling me, used to be we just had to worry about Pat, man or woman, Chris, man or woman, you know, because the name was kind of neutral. Jamie, Dana, some of these other that were kind of general, you know, neutral names. But now you could be going, you know, my name is, uh, you know, Barb. 
My name's Marge. My name's Sarah, Heather, whatever. That doesn't mean anything. No. It could be a dude with a with a name Heather. Yeah. So you got to be able to spot that feminist quickly. Yes. So hashtag how to spot. It's the new world we live in. And we're just trying to do this as a public service to you oh, today. Of course we are. Hashtag how to spot a feminine. And of course, hashtag what I learned today. Yeah. How you doing? Everything good? You ready for Friday? We got Friday leftovers coming up a little over an hour from right now. Yeah, Friday's great. Good deal. A federal judge has ordered Wisconsin, speaking of, um, you know, being confused about gender and feminism and masculinity and other genders, has ordered the state of Wisconsin to pay for the gender reassignment surgeries for two transgender Medicaid recipients. The state. Yes. Has to pay for that. Right, so Medicaid is something that the states yeah. dole yeah. out, right? Some people have used Medicaid uh, really to meet and to when meet. the Obamacare, the ACA was yeah. still in effect, in full effect. Uh, used that to meet those standards. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because the exchange that was offered, the private you know, market exchanges that they said would pop up and be wonderful and they went away in some counties, had no options. Remember Ohio at one point? Only, oh, yeah. Some of the one? counties had none, yeah. some had one. Well, some of them used Medicaid, you know, uh, beef that up a little bit to mm-hmm. try to get uh, more people covered in this stuff. Well, now a federal judge has ordered that Wisconsin must pay for the re- gender reassignment surgeries for two people that are currently Medicaid recipients. Mm-hmm. They currently get their health care through the state. And now the federal judge says, yes, it should be covered. A, you know, the funny thing, a judge um, ordering something like this, a judge is not uh, a doctor. No, they're a, they're no. a judge. They're judge. So unless you have medical training, it seems like a bit of a fail. But regardless, 30-year-old Cody Fleck. I'm Flack. Okay. Cody Flack. And 41-year-old Sarah Ann McKenzie filed a lawsuit. This was a couple months ago. Arguing that the Wisconsin state rule that denies coverage of transgender people to have that surgery, uh, specifically to treat gender dysphoria, violates the ACA and their right to equal protection. Oh. <clears throat> You got to know a little bit about the history of this Please stuff. do me. 1996, the, there was a state rule passed into law in Wisconsin, even in liberal Wisconsin. This is how we've changed. 1996, that uh, excluded coverage for undefined transsexual surgery. Undefined. Undefined. I don't know what the yeah, difference what of undefined. Yeah. Just, well, transgender surgery okay. is really what it was. Okay. Um, and that's been the law. Okay. So it basically says we're not going to cover this stuff. Now, it's not that I think the people of uh, Wisconsin in 1996, especially around Madison, cuckoo, cuckoo, were people who were just like, we believe in inclusion and equality and all people except them trannies. No, they were on the hook for all this stuff back then. But they were a little more sane or had some more sane people. And they realized it's not so much about whether or not you want to cover this stuff. It's can you cover this stuff? State-run Medicaid and other health programs run by government do not have unlimited resources. Yeah. And you have to draw it's about prioritizing. So based on this rule from 1996, they have been denied over the last 20 years. A U.S. District Judge, William Conley, uh, yesterday granted a preliminary injunction that bars the enforcement of the rule. So we barred, we barred- the barring of. Wow. That's... We banned the banding of. Can't we just change the rules instead of banning the bands? So, yeah, yeah. He approved it. He said they can get this. Now, he also suggested that the injunction could be expanded to include any 
transgender medical patient whose doctor recommends the surgery. So all you would have to have, I mean, he's already admitted this. This is the guy who, you know, uh, um, put the uh, injunction in place saying that this opens the door. So any doctor in Wisconsin who says, yep, you need to get that snip and tuck. Well, you're good to go. The state's going to be on the hook paying for it. He said the likelihood of ongoing in, here's the reason he said it. The reason he overturned the 1996 law, the likelihood of ongoing irreparable harm facing these two individual plaintiffs outweighs any marginal impacts on the defendant's stated concerns regarding public health or limited costs. So in other words, he's saying the likelihood of all that they're going to suffer by not having this done far outweighs the state's concerns on we don't have the money for it. What? Just because the state doesn't have money <laughs> for it. I'm sorry. These people are, they're going to be harmed too much. We, no, you don't understand. It's not concerns no. that we don't have the money for it. We don't have the money for we it. Don't. Sorry. Sorry. The damage you're doing to these two by not giving them the surgery outweighs that. Wow. Okay. No, I don't have the money. Sorry. sorry. There's more damage being... So what that means is you've got to go get the money and fund this somehow. Now. Yes. Where are you going to get that from, Wisconsin? <laughs> taxes. <laughs> taxes. Yes, you're either going to have to raise taxes significantly, or you're going to have to take that money from some existing program. Will it be an existing program already under the Medicaid umbrella? Are you going to deny people uh, surgeries, surgery, cancer treatments, drugs? Are you going to take it from uh, one of the other social safety nets like welfare and you're going to deny people food? Yep. So he has essentially put transgender surgery above on, everything uh, else. Above those things. Or, I mean, I guess Wisconsin is still charged with making the decision of where it falls on there. But yeah. he said it's at least in the same arena. Mm-hmm. Would, would a judge ever st- stop them from saying we're going to take money from welfare you know, food or whatever to put over here. I don't think he would. No, I don't think so either. Or would it be from something else? The roads. Mm. You won't have any roads to drive in, but by golly, people are going right, to have, have the right parts. Is that it? Yeah, and I don't get uh, Is Wisconsin going to go out there and be like the PBS program? Hey, we're here in the Wisconsin, you know, Medicare area. We need you to raise money for the training surgeries. Uh, Are they going to do that? Yeah, maybe. I think <laughs> I think they're just going to end up taxes. That's all they're going to Oh, yeah. That's the only thing you could do. Now, Flack could get his surgery within two or three weeks. He's been waiting. He's all set to go. McKenzie will take a couple of months, mm. but they're that close. So Flack has uh, cerebral palsy. He's, okay. he's 30, has cerebral palsy, uses a motorized wheelchair, okay. and relies on SSI or supplemental security income. That's... Oh, the yes, I know that's social security. Yeah, social security. That's social security yeah. disability. Yeah, uh, for the uh, disabled as his support. That's his only support. Okay, his only income. Is he, that. he lives off of the taxpayers exclusively, not just because he has no other outside income, but because he has cerebral palsy, uses mm-hmm. a motorized wheelchair, and all that stuff, which funds even his medical. Mm-hmm. And that's not enough. Nope, he needs more. I wonder if he would prioritize his other support over his gender reassignment, or are they on the same level? Yeah. Because I'm saying, hey, you want to give up the other stuff? Fine, we'll do that. Mackenzie is also disabled, relies on SSI. 
Wisconsin's Medicaid has a budget of around mm, just under $10 billion. Okay. That's what the state wow. pays, $10 billion. And they cover about 1.2 million eligible residents. That, but a little over a million people. Okay. 1.2 million 1. people 2. that are eligible to get Medicaid via the state. Almost $10 billion. There's an estimated 5,000 enrollees that are transgender. Wow. That's just people. That's not transgender people total. That's just no, that's ones just that are on there. that's just on the system. Which falls in line with uh, what the national yes. averages are. It's about um, a little under half a percent of people supposedly identify as being transgender. 0.004%. Now, a little quick math. 0.004% are trannies in the state that are on the program. Uh, let's say $100,000 uh, for each person. For surgery, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's $500 million just to have the surgery. And that's the low end. If you do a quick search of what's transgender surgery or reassignment surgery cost, it starts at about a million bucks. Because if you want everything else, like they shave down your Adam's apple or anything else you could claim, yeah. or ongoing issues and issues that are also compounded by the fact that you're already disabled, it's an additional $500 million just for the state of Wisconsin, just for those people. That's not future people who are being born that are going to claim that they have gender dysphoria. That's the starting point for just Wisconsin, $500 million. So what would it be nationally? Well, if you take 330 million people and you divide that by or multiply that, let's say... Um, you know, so a little under half a percent. Um, And you multiply that by 100,000, you get about $165 billion nationwide. Oh, yeah. And Doc Thompson, last time, didn't we have all this money just sitting there? It's just sitting around, yeah. Yeah. Trump, I think Trump mm -hmm. found in the cushions, in the White House, in the the Treasury. The starting cost today, if we covered trans, uh, gender reassignment for all people who claim to currently be uh, uh, gender having gender dysphoria or needing a sex change would be an additional six hundred and hundred and sixty five billion wow. right now, right off, and that's not ongoing issues. Now, I'm not saying that gender reassignment surgery should be banned. No, you can have it done. No. The question is, should other people have to pay for it? <laughs> we offer medical coverage as part of a social safety net. Yes. Is this a priority? No. It's called gender dysphoria. So if I claim that I am being damaged constantly because I believe that I'm actually a pit bull and you are not providing me the comforts in my life that would uh, help me support my pit bull belief lifestyle, Mm. then I'm being damaged. Should you have to pay for that? Mm -mm. It's called gender dysphoria. Should we pay for Rachel Dolezal's tanning? (laughs) <laughs> should we pay for that should we pay for, to get our hair uh, permanence in her hair constantly yeah. and weaves because that's really what you're talking about if you're saying it's gender dysphoria the morning blaze inappropriately appropriating cultures since 2012 this is the morning blaze with doc thompson on the blaze radio network The 
collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. A lot of people learning things now. Now the gifs have begun about pit bulls and me. <laughs> Did you see that one? Yeah, I just uh, retweeted that one out there. I think it was from uh, "Got a sleeve, a get a sleeve, a coat, coat, please." please. Uh, yeah, no, um, that was probably a bad comparison because uh, pit bulls are liked far more than me. <laughs> they're and they're and they're more lovable. Let's be honest. Are they? Yeah, they really are. Really? Yeah, people do not like them in mass. Hmm. They're they're one of the least liked breed, the least liked breeds of dogs, mm. um, and they're still far more liked than I am. <laughs> I get tweets in hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Tops Show at Real Chris Cruz. Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens is available for you at BrickhouseDoc.com. That one gets kind of tricky because of the website BrickhouseDoc.com. It's Brickhouse Nutrition, and that's where they get it. And of course, they do Brickhouse Doc, so they know where people's orders are coming yeah. from. So they could say, "Hey, that show's really doing good for us. Let's keep spending money on that broadcast." BrickhouseDoc.com and Field of Greens. We uh, first promoted for quite a while their Dawn to Dusk, which we still love around here. Slow release, ten hour energy supplement that gives you that steady boost of energy all day long. And now, of course, Field of Greens helping you live healthier because you're getting all of those nutrients that come with vegetables without actually eating the vegetables in the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Because it's real food in powder form. It's it's vegetables. And it's broken down so you can go ahead and mix it with water, any other liquid, drink it down, boom, one shot, you're in, you're out. It's convenient if you're on the go, if you're at the office. Let's say you work for a Silicon Valley company. Okay. And you're used to them cooking yummy vegetables for you for Mm. free. And now they can't because the law has been passed that they can't give you a free lunch to encourage you to go out to the restaurants in the local community, you know. But let's say you can't afford that. Right. Silicon Valley is expensive to live. And if you don't get a free lunch anymore or let's say um, you can't uh, leave the office because you don't have time. There's no time. Any of this stuff. You can keep a a container of Field of Greens at your desk in the drawer. It doesn't take up a lot of space. Just walk down to the commissary, mix it with some water, mix it with coffee, mix it with whatever you want. Drink it down and you are good to go. And it is a full uh, supply, a full portion of fruits and vegetables. Yeah. It's awesome. It's not a supplement or just the vitamins and or an extract good. or something like that. Yeah, it tastes great. It doesn't taste like, like medicine or nothing like that. It tastes really good. Field of Greens. BrickhouseDoc.com. Order it today. BrickhouseDoc.com. You got Stinkabiscus saying how much does a transgender surgery cost in Wisconsin? $1 million. Simmons downtown. Also Harambe. Also Harambe. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Get that in there. You missed the word cornhole, but other than that, we were... We were ready to laugh. We're ready. You got us. You put us in the mood. B from SAV saying claps at anything said on The View. Hashtag how to spot a feminist. Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, and it's a big manly clap, yes. too. <laughs> Way to go, Joy Behar. It vibrates. It does. Yeah. In the room. Huge big clap. Uh, Custom Phil saying, if I had a dollar for every gender, I will have two and a bunch of counterfeits. <laughs> Give me that again. Who is that? Custom Phil Did saying, Did you retweet that? Yes. That's awesome. If I had a dollar for every gender, I would have, I would have two and a bunch of counterfeits. 180 counterfeits or maybe more. Oh my gosh. Custom Phil, that's brilliant. Wow, I challenge people to top that, that today. You have put us on, yeah. uh, on track. And he's all the way in Kentucky. So let's see. Kentucky this morning is waking up. They're really good to good. go. They're good to go. Um, still two belts saying, what I learned today, why not punch a feminist? Don't they want to be treated equally? Oh, that's a good call. That's a good call. Well, I would say this. 
if you're willing to punch non-feminists, okay, you know, like normal people, sane, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you would avoid punching a feminist, that would be bad then, because mm-hmm. then you're discriminating. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Or if you only want to punch a feminist, you're right. I would say just you know you have to be willing to punch non-feminists and feminists, and feminists. or not be willing to punch both to truly be equal. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are separate categories, but you still want them to be equal. Uh, Neil before socks say don't bring your fist to a feminist fight right exactly you're, <laughs> you're probably going to lose that you are you are that's about it that's it yeah that's, that's it. all you have if that's people have been using hashtag how to spot a feminist oh anymore? yes they have okay make sure to get those in there too okay. you know, we're trying to pr- dust it off uh, and, Paul uh, B saying how to spot a feminist gets triggered with a yes ma'am Guess what? Triggered. Oh, with a yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how to spot a feminist? They're eating avocado toast. <laughs> that's how to spot a millennial. That's not how to spot yeah, a feminist. Yeah, that's. And there is a, probably a higher percentage. Yes, yes, You know, yes, whatever, yes. of people who eat uh, avocado toast that are feminists than yes, not. Yes. Um, but I do like the avocados I, and the toast. I do. Yeah. I do too. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy it's the morning blaze with doc thompson oh my gosh headline i just i just stumbled on this headline from abc news mm-hmm. amazon well uh, amazon facial recognition technology because mm-hmm. they've been working yes, on this they have. amazon facial recognition technology misidentifies 28 lawmakers members of congress mm-hmm. as those who've been arrested for a crime. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, what they're saying is, hey, we've got to be really careful yes. about this technology yes. because it have misidentified members of Congress of people as people who've been arrested for a crime. Uh, Louis Gohmert even tweeted and questioned it. He said, my question, are you sure Amazon isn't just talking to Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson and Breitbart? Oh, no, it's Gutierrez. Ludi Gu- okay. uh, Gutierrez, the guy from... Um, uh, Chicago. Okay. Um, they all think Latinos are criminals. Mm. See, I think he's missing this here. See, a lot of them went down that mm-hmm. that route. Yeah. Um, the racism. I think their technology likely works just fine. In fact, maybe it doesn't work well enough. <laughs> Only 28 <laughs> members of Congress. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Identified as a criminal. As a criminal. Only. Uh, that's, uh, not even. is that even, that's 5%? Yeah. Ooh, that seems pretty low. Very low. In fact, you remember at times people have done the, they haven't done this in a while, um, the research in a while, I haven't seen it, where the number of members of Congress who have had failed businesses, mm. filed bankruptcy, been arrested of crimes in the past, it's huge. It's through the roof. <laughs> the number at, at times of them, who uh, the members of Congress who have failed at running businesses, Fascinating. Huge. Like 30%. Fascinating. At different times. So I'm not sure. Did it really misidentify them? (laughs) Probably not. That's funny. The New York Times and the Associated Press have both filed requests under Maryland's PIA, Public Information Act. Okay. Um, It's kind of like a FOIA. Okay. Maryland's FOIA law. To get emails 
any emails that Ashley Kavanaugh, that's Brett Kavanaugh's oh, wife, wife. Yeah. sent or received when she was the town manager of Chevy Chase, Maryland. Why? Well, let me read the letter that they sent as okay. part of this. Okay. Again, this is Brett Kavanaugh's wife when she managed Chevy Chase, Maryland. Here's the one from the New York Times. Uh, to whom make concern, under the Maryland Public Information Act, the New York Times requests to review certain emails, correspondence of Ashley Kavanaugh during her tenure as town manager in Chevy Chase, Section 5, blah, blah, blah. Specifically, we request digital copies of any emails to and from Ms. Kavanaugh that contain any of the keywords or terms listed below. As such, please conduct a search of the email accounts used by Ms. Kavanaugh for the following. All right, give me some keywords. And remember, while she was manager, what was her husband? He was a judge. A judge, he was, yes. worked for certain people, right? Uh, the keywords are judge. Okay. Brett. Okay. Husband. Okay. Supreme Court. Okay. SCOTUS. Okay. Trump. Oh. Obama. Oh. Bush. Oh. Clinton. Hello. Democrat, Republican, GOP, conservative, liberal, star, with two star. R's meaning Ken Star. Oh, Ken Star. Okay, got it. Got right. Uh, abortion. Oh, there it is. Gun. There it is. Gay. Oh. Federalist. These are just some of the ones. No tranny. No I didn't see it in there. Though, uh, what's a new word I learned yesterday after the Blaze Y? Uh, something bag. Quilt oh, oh bag. quilt bag too. Quilt bag too. Yeah, quilt bag no or quilt, quilt bag, bag too. In there. No, not uh, yet. No, no LGBT. No abortion. Or no, those not those were. Uh, yeah, abortion was in there. Oh, okay. That was the first one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that was interesting. And the uh, AP sent similar one as well. Wow. Now, what they're do you trying, think they're doing here? They're trying to find if him they're and trying his to wife find dirt. Talk anything. anything bad about it now i absolutely believe in transparency we don't have enough yeah. transparency yeah. in government mm-hmm. that's fine did they send a similar request oh. for um scotomayor for paul blart well is paul blart really married did they well no but i mean for a family how about ma and paul or whatever maybe they don't know anybody in public office but they have all they both were uh, judges prior to this yeah they were what about yeah. their staffers mm. they're panning for gold here I mean, there could be and likely is nothing. I was going to ask you, though, what are the chances that there's something there that is damaging, something that they could use? Uh, something they can use actually pretty high. Really? Because they'll take it out of context oh. or they'll, um, if there's any reference to abortion whatsoever. I mean, we had a Trump tape where he likely said it was not paid in cash. Yeah. And they're leading people to believe it was paid, paid and never cash. cleaned it up. They yeah. didn't offer any of that stuff. So they're going to spin as much as they can. They're panning for gold here. I have no problem with it being transparent, and absolutely we should have access to all of this stuff. But the reason the New York Times specifically said digital copies, because if it's you know 50,000 emails she sent, they want to be able to quickly go through it and do keyword searches themselves keyword to pull searches, this stuff out. Yes, and, yes. and by the way, they don't want them limited to those. It's not like when they get these requests fulfilled, it's not like they're going to search, you know, abortion themselves. They're going to search other keywords too. They'll search specific people and they will go through all of these as quickly as they can. They're trying to find stories to prop up their anti-Brett Kavanaugh, anti-Trump, anti-conservative and pro-progressive policies. That's all they're doing here. I would like the New York Times to share with me and the AP if they did this when it came to 
Hey, even uh, Merrick Garland. Did you do it for him? Is this really where you are? Why do you want this? I mean, I know you're ideologically driven and you're trying to create content. But doesn't this get exhausting for you? Come on. And she's his wife. Yeah. If you said Merrick Garland, fine. It just so happens she served in public office. So isn't there, they can do this. Isn't there a rule or something like the client privilege that between a lawyer and a client? Isn't there a rule like where anything wouldn't like, apply to something like this, though? It wouldn't? No. Because she wasn't his client. He wasn't her client. And she was a... No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the spouse. Isn't there a rule again between spouses? Oh, spouse incriminating them? Yeah. It wouldn't apply here, though, because no. this wouldn't be incriminating. It's just, mm. hey, we're just looking for emails mm. and those um, freedom of information requests. Mm. You know, that's that's going to get you. So mm. I, I'm just, I'm tired of that, and I'm tired of yeah. it being uh, a double standard. Yeah, and it's spun on a negative, and like, oh, let's find some, okay, okay. if there's something... It's okay for us to know, but like, why you just dig and dig? Of course, everybody has skeletons in their closets. If you dig, 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 where does it end? Yeah, that's that. Where's the limit? Yeah, what is the rule? What would they? What would they not publish if they found? Yeah, is there anything they wouldn't publish? Yeah, I just want uh, the double standard to end. All transparency. How come I don't have access to these? How come we all don't? <laughs> if you're in public office. Why not just say everybody's email gets posted after a certain amount of time? Yeah. How yeah. about that? I think that's very simple. Yeah, that's... I'd give you... Um, I wouldn't even say after you leave office. You could you could have people that monitor and say th- there are certain things that have to be redacted. Yes. When it comes to the federal government, true national security secrets, and, and by true. that I mean very limited things <laughs> yes. like you know where certain uh, troops are stationed right now the nuclear codes nuclear codes other than that <laughs> it's all out there yes and then on a personal note whether it's at federal or state level uh people's social security numbers personal information personnel yeah. matters yep. and again true personal personnel data. matters yes because otherwise that blanket it's like uh, the president not just the current president but all presidents going executive privilege Shut up. <laughs> Put that out there. Just using that so people can't find stuff out. Yes. That's all it is. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I wonder, mm-hmm. did they also search uh, Hillary Clinton's? Oh. You know, yeah. did they search her emails to find out if certain were... Oh, that's right. There's no her emails. emails don't. She don't wiped ex- it with a cloth. With a cloth? Is that yes, what it was? Cloth, she wiped yes. it with a cloth and yeah. it's just clean like that. Such an idiot. Um, what about Lois Lerner's emails? Did they search mm. hers with the... Oh, that's right. Her yeah. emails were said to have been destroyed. Malfunction. And then uh, the backup systems, those were destroyed yeah. as well. And then those other backups. And they did find some of yeah. them, even though they told us, but not all of them. Yeah. And then those that they did give us, uh, they had a lot of redacted stuff in there, too. Not just yeah. personnel or nuclear launch codes, just random other stuff as well that was likely just incriminating stuff. But I don't know if the New York Times and yeah. AP pushed that stuff as part what of the FOIA request. What about what's-her-name Schultz? Oh, Debbie, what's her name, Schultz? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did we check that's her? right. We could check her. St- you know, but, oh, oh, that's right. That stuff's on a server that she gave to terrorists <laughs> who were managing the, manage, managing the IT for the Democrats in the House. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The terrorists have it's, those. It's just like, oh, yeah, she gave them to a terrorist. It's like, what? what? Yeah, now, that makes sense. And hang on a second. And I, I'm calling out the New York Times and AP. And if they want to offer up that they have been consistent, yeah. fine. I'll give you that New York Times yes. and AP. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing any stories like this. And I know your MO. So I doubt it. But hey, if the New York Times or AP comes to me and says, now hang on there a second, Doc. We did is. contact Al-Qaeda 
and Hamas and say, can you go through Debbie, what's her name, Schultz? For these keywords. Keywords and see, you know, if any of these things pop up. I don't know. Does Hamas, does Al-Qaeda, do, does the Muslim Brotherhood, do any of these have uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, I don't know, uh, but it's a, that's, policies in place? We should call Cal and make sure that he, see, yeah. about him, see if he has yeah. a, I don't know. I mean, boy, that would be interesting that it you could be. just go, hey, Al-Qaeda, I just need to know, Debbie, what's her name, Schultz? Can you look through and... You know, keyword. Uh, you Maybe know. they did submit and they, you know, the translation, they're like, what is this information? Is that it? You'd have to what? have a transfer. Could be. Yeah. Uh, Al Qaeda, yes. Did Debbie, what's her main name, Schultz, launder money through a fake car dealer in Arlington, Virginia? <laughs> Can you? <laughs> uh, I do not know. Do not understand. I don't know. So <laughs> maybe they've done that. Good for you, New York Times. <laughs> Good for you, AP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be willing to bet the others have done this as well. Oh, yeah. Oh yes. Did you? Uh, oh, I did it. I had. Uh, I had a, I had a little rough day yesterday. Oh, what's wrong? Yeah, <laughs> uh, just lots of stuff going on and trying to. Accomplish yeah, I didn't see you all day whatever. again. I no, mean, I, was I didn't see you all day. I'll usually see you walking around. And yeah, I was like, no, it was busy all day. It was rough because I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy and whatever. But as I said, there are moments I need to feed my soul too. Oh yes, everybody. If you don't, once you do feed your soul, you just. Pig out like a pig. Right. As, as long as you, you know, can focus and say you're not just going crazy. Yeah. If you don't, it, it becomes overwhelming. It's yes. a tidal wave. You just go off the rail. Yep. So it was a little rough day and I was like, you know what? I just need to treat little doc. Little doc. Not that little doc. I okay. mean, the little doc inside me. Okay. Okay. That didn't so come across questions. right either. The little man inside me. Nope. Nope. Feed my soul. There we go. I needed a little, I need a little doc time. There, I'm back no, off no, track again. Back, what are you doing? I needed to feed my soul. I needed yes. to treat myself to something nice. Treat yourself, yes. Right. So I'm like, I just need a little something, to just a moment to myself and something good. And uh, I went with EOD fudge. <laughs> I, what are those things? I don't even know what they're called. You got to look up and get the name for them. I, I told you the name last time. I can't remember. It's EODfudge.com. Look it up. It's the, uh, the little... Um, like toffee discs with uh, with the pecans in them. Oh, those things are so good. So I ate some of the, I ate one of those, not some of them, one of them yesterday, and I was like, okay, good. I'm okay. I'm good the to golfers. go. Oh, golfers. Gophers. 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 Yes. Golfers? Yeah, golfers. I was eating the golfers. How about we do the same thing with the gophers? <laughs> Pardon me, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Golfers! I said the golfers! Can't help it if you can't speak English, you furriner. <clears throat> it's from Caddyshack. The golfers! I had a gopher yesterday. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. Which one did you have? The caramel, the chocolate, or the white one? I had the caramel. Yeah. Caramel yesterday. They're all, they're all three of them. No, they're all good, yes. So yeah. I, I, the caramel's good. I had, uh, I had a glass of ice water, and I sat down. Ice water, milk. What are you huh? doing? You're supposed to do it with milk. No, I really like the water. Oh, you like the water? I really water? do, yeah. Okay. The earth water with okay. it. I sat it down there, and I just sat there by myself. The little How many did you eat? Just one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I really did. Just, okay. And I just sat there, and I said, like, just, <laughs> just dock time. And then I sat there for a minute or two after, I was like, Okay, I'm ready to go. Let me go run this. Feed my soul. Here we go. <laughs> it's eodfudge.com. Don't forget to use the promo code uh, Blaze if you want to check out their extraordinary delights. All of the, the confections they have, they're awesome. But use the promo code Blaze because they're going to give you a discount. I think it's 10% at checkout. Mm-hmm. So it's EOD Fudge. This is the company started by Aaron Hale, the former Navy, Navy chef who uh, turned to uh, became an Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team Leader and then got blowed up. Yeah. 
That's a horrible day. Lost some vision at first. Yeah, lost his vision. He's blind. You're like, okay, wow, this sucks. And uh, I'm going to try to get through this. Okay, I'm back up. I'm good. I just lost my hearing. Whoop, I I can't hear now, too. Wow, this is Mm. really bad. What do I do? Yeah, uh, so he's like, I'm going to start cooking again. And... Okay, really? I, just, I can't see. I no, can't hear. No, you can't hear. do this. No, you can't. No. If, if, no. Can you imagine? You're, you're Aaron's buddy. You're okay. his wife. You're yeah. whatever. And he's like, I'm going to start cooking. He's in the kitchen. No, you're like, you're no, Aaron, you're not. No, you're not going to do that. You, you, no. You're not. No. You can't. Sorry. You know, you, you got stoves. <laughs> yes. You know, your you knives and whatever. Yes. Whatever you, you can do cut this. a finger off. Yes. You're working with that blender. You know, come on. <laughs> You're no. like, no, this, you're not going to do gonna this. It's going to be messy. It's Can gonna, you see? Yeah. And are you going to say that's what I mean? I, I would be, you know, she, she was probably um, his wife, Michaela, is an yeah. inspiration, you yes. know, whatever. I would absolutely be the worst spouse if you have something going on like that. Yeah. I would be the one you going, can't no, see. you can't do it. I'm not going to clean after you. <laughs> right? Do you really think I'm going to clean after you? I would be the worst spouse for that. Either either side of this equation, I would yes. be horrible. Yes. If I was Aaron, horrible, yes. horrible spouse. Yes. If I was supposed to be going, oh, you can't, sweetheart, no. you can't do this. I'll, I'll let me take care of this for yeah. you. Just you sit here. Just, yes. Do you know? I thought of another horrible thing. Buy yourself something pretty. Buy yourself something pretty. <laughs> Actually, you can't you do can't that do either. That. You can't see. Sorry. I'll take care of it. <laughs> I thought of another like so. You're in a situation. You're like, okay, I'm blind. I'm at home. Nothing to do. You know what? It's nothing I could do. I'll listen to the radio. Oh, I'll listen to. I'll get some podcasts. Or I can't. Can't, I can't listen hear. to that. No. Maybe I could watch some movies. Ooh. Maybe read some books. Just sitting there all day at home. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. So good for Aaron. Yes. Starts making the the confections and did not burn the house down. Did not burn the house down. Cut fingers. I look at his hand. There's no cuts. I know. Everyone's looking. They're like. Oh, this guy's really sharp. Yeah, it's, and by the way, started a successful business. So oh, anyways, yeah. EODFudge.com, promo code of Blaze if you get a chance, go there. I get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. Uh, you got Celie's Tool saying, how to spot a feminist? A hyphenated last name is a tip-off. Ocasio-Cortez. Hashtag Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> Spring. Polish American. He's upset, Doc. Polish, he, Polish American. What did I say? Polish. I would say polish. I know. Yeah, we had this conversation. Mm -hmm. He goes, oh, man, I just turned on this show, and I bet I missed the procrastination numbers. No, 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 you didn't. Because last time you did it two Fridays ago. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Right. Did he miss it? You have not missed it. I was going to start the show with them. I got back uh, logged a little bit here. How to spot a feminist. But you know what? Let me get a break in, and I have one thing to do next, and then we could probably do them at the top of the hour, so maybe like 10 minutes or so after the news. And then uh, from that, well, then we'll just roll into the Friday leftovers. So it's all laid out. Let me adjust my schedule here, and we'll get a quick break in. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Don't misunderstand. Do not misunderstand. Okay. Tom Cruise looks amazing for his age. Yeah, he's what, 60? 
almost 60. I think he's yeah. 57, yeah. 56, something like that. So the cat looks great for his age. He absolutely looks that great. That means that you saw Mission Impossible before me, which I'm highly upset. I did. I did see it. 56. He's 56. Yeah. When's his birthday? Uh, July 3rd. Oh, he just had a just birthday. Turned. Okay. Yeah. He looks great for his age. Yes, he does. I mean, Seriously. really. If I'm 50 something, I want to look like that. Looks great. However, oh no, and do not misunderstand. If you ruin this movie for me, I'm gonna punch you. No, dude, the movie's fine. It's good. Then it's what good. you have against Tom Cruise? I'm just saying, in the final action scenes where he's skydiving and he kills the bad guy in midair by running him through. Wow! With a beach umbrella. Thank you, Doc. What? What are you talking about? Thank you for spoiling the whole movie. Oh, I shouldn't. Are you kidding that. me right now? I'm messing with you. He didn't oh. do any of that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yes, he has a beach umbrella while skydiving. What are the odds of that? It's Tom Cruise. Okay, that's true. It's that's Mission true. Impossible. You're right. He that would be an impossible that's mission. That's what I'm saying. As soon as it's just like, oh my gosh, I could totally see that because there's a helicopter. He goes through a helicopter a couple of times on the trailer. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Okay, I'm going to give you a little spoiler here. Just, just a small one. He saves the day. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, so that doesn't ruin so. it for you? No, that's it. I hope he saves the day. It's mission impossible. Truly impossible. He couldn't pull it off. <laughs> it didn't work. Here's another spoiler. They Should they really be missing improbable? Improbable. Because he's always succeeded. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, mission yes. unlikely, not impossible. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently wasn't impossible. It was mission seemingly impossible. <laughs> MSI. On paper, was impossible. Impossible. Mission impossible on paper. <laughs> <laughs> but we got it done. Um, no, it's good. Movie. He looks awesome. Yeah, he does. And he's, you know, a fine actor. Mm-hmm. Um, is he still a, uh, what is that called? The Christianity Scientology? Is he just Scientologist? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. And also, let me say, oh gosh, Tom Cruise can perform those stunts and in that movie at fifty six better than I can. Oh yeah, being far younger than him, he does all his stunts. He can do all that. Having said all of that, oh gosh, Tom Hanks needs or Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise rather needs to give up all of these. He needs to no. stop. He needs to stop no. it. I think he needs one more Mission Impossible, and then I can call it quits. No, no, he does not. He's if okay. So I took my son to see it, who's sixteen, mm-hmm. and I said, "What do you think?" He goes, "It was great," and it was. By the way, it's a good movie. It's a, just a fun ride. It's action. You know what you get. It's not political. It's not whatever. Good. It's again good. just stupid action. Mission Mission Impossible, and it's action the whole time. Good. So if that's what you like or whatever, solid movie mm-hmm. within the genre of just action, moving, moving, movie. Mission Impossible. Awesome. It's you know seven, eight in there. It's good. It's a good movie, but. <clears throat> I hate with the butts. When I said to him, I said, my son, he goes, do you remember any of the other ones? Oh, I mean, possible. He goes, oh, the last one he kind of remembered, but the older ones he does not remember. Do you know when the first Mission Impossible movie was? In the 80s? No, not that. It was 1996. I looked it up. Okay. 22 years ago. It's a good franchise. It was a 34-year-old Tom Cruise. Go and watch the trailer for it. And I show my son the trailer for okay. it. We're, we're driving home from the movies. And I go, here you go. Check out this trailer. And he looks at it and he goes, oh. And I was like, and Tom Cruise, he goes, wow, he's really old to be doing this, isn't he? No. Yes. No. In fact, I'm warning you, if you're going to see the movie, do not watch the old trailers until after the movie. Because mm. if you watch the trailer, you're going to go, this is an old guy pretending 
to be. I mean, if they had incorporated in where he's like, okay, he's the aging agent. Oh, he did You know, in his final, that. that's not it. They, no. They're still positioning it like he got it. He's, he's the guy. Yeah. He's your chief guy. He's out yes. there getting it done. Yes. And it's so like, you know, he's duking it out with the bad guys and you're whatever. And you got that moment where, you know, he punched you and knocked you down or that moment where he got one in and you're like trying to regroup or whatever. It looks like he's out of shape. Like his oh. actions are like, you know, in the past it was just like, oh, that guy got one in. I'm going to yeah. regroup and go yeah. get him. This one is like, oh, he's beating up the old guy. Oh. There's a little bit of that. <clears throat> so it's time, Tom. It's time they need to go. Uh, your mission, Ethan, should you choose to accept it, is give up roles like this because you are far too old. Uh, if you go ahead and train this new guy and then head to the farm. They tried to train a new guy and he messed up. Okay, well, it's done. It's over. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I take back what I said, Tom. Thank I you. I take it back. And thank you, Corby. I want that all edited out. I was wrong. I'm leading with my mistake. Thank you, Tom Doc. Cruise, you keep doing what you do. Thank you. You're fantastic. You're just as young. You look great. You're amazing. See what happens when you stop doing what you love, what you, uh, what you love to do? All right, maybe maybe you've lost a step. You don't got it exactly the same way as you did 22 years ago, Tom, but that's fine, and I say that because Corby is in spinning the dials radio style for us today, and he was like, uh, Doc, uh, <laughs> you know what you said? I'm going to send you a little, a little meme here. I'm going to tweet this out so everyone can see it. There was a, a split screen somebody created when the story came out about the is Top this Gun a sequel. Top Gun 2 is Top coming Gun back. Top Gun 2, which seems like a fail to me, but okay. Uh, maybe it'll be great. So they wrote this big article up, and yeah. Tom Cruise will be in it, but Kelly McGinnis will not. Yes, Tom Cruise is back as Maverick, but Kelly will not return to her role as the leading lady. Okay, and uh, that may have something to do with the fact that no. she looks like Michael Moore's older sister. No, no, that's not true. Nay, no. nay. <laughs> she looks like Michael Moore's grandfather. Am I right? She does. She, she looks, looks like, honest to God, I'm horrible. I am not making fun of her, folks. That's no, not what I'm saying no. here. I am stunned. The meme literally does not give her justice at all. They, I was punched in the face today. Yes. That's by this. Yes. This is what happened. Yes. It is amazing. They do a split screen of her and Tom Cruise from Top Gun, 1986. She's kind of draped over him, and she's only a couple of years older than him. Mm-hmm. She's only a few years. not like she's 30 years his senior. No. And then she's they do a... She's 60 now, and he's 56. He's 56, so four years. Four years. And uh, then they do today, 2018, a current picture of him and her, and she's walking through a parking lot from her community college class that she teaches acting. And she's just, I don't, what is, 
What? Honestly, it looks like grandma is about to go visit Tom Cruise. At, oh, it, it's, it's right. Tom Cruise is visiting his great grandmother. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Tom, yeah. I saw your movie, your impossible mission. You fell out. <laughs> it's all oh my. I'm going to tweet. There it is. Yeah. It's out there. Look at this. this Look is, at this. And by the way, I've, Chris, can you tweet the link to the story so you yes, know? The, yes. Because I, I don't. Oh, yeah. Uh, I refuse to believe that that yes. was actually her in the bottom. Yes. I refuse to believe it until he sent me the picture. The link. Oh, yeah, because it looked, it could be, I was like, no, this is impossible. But, but the more you look at the original picture and her now, mm-hmm. and if and if you go like this, you, you, you hide can her see fat then. neck and mm-hmm. her head. You can, you can see, see her face She's in trapped there. in there. She, she is transitioned. Oh. She is transitioned like to Michael Mama. Moore's grandfather. It's like Big Mama. Right, that's it's, what it is. She's like she's wearing the, the Michael the, Moore grandfather the suit. suit. Yes. Somewhere in there, I can see Kelly McGinnis. I can... See her there, but can you hear me? Hey, it's not just old. It, she's thrown in the towel apparently in every way. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, if you look at the interview, she wanted to come back. Yes, Tom isn't returning her calls. No, and you know she's calling. No, she has been calling nonstop. Tom, I can change. She, she's I been calling change. nonstop. What is that? Eighty six in yeah. like eighty nine. What was her last like successful like Ooh, real that push? Is, that is true. Because I'm sure there's a couple movies. She, she probably got some acting roles after that. I'm trying to remember any huge ones. I don't. Witness. Witness. So that it. was uh, early nineties, probably right. Something like that. Ninety one, probably in there. Oh. <clears throat> and you know she, she started calling right. <laughs> She's like, hey Tom, and it starts like this. Because you don't want to say, hey, can you give me a gig? I no. know your career is booming. No. You got to, can you mm-hmm. hook up, you know, sister up? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it doesn't start that way. It's like, hey, Tom, I haven't talked in a while. <laughs> you know, I um, hope it's going well. I, wow, I saw those. You got that whole Mission Impossible oh, series still going. coming wow. out. Yeah. Well, she probably did this in the 90s. Yes. You know, yeah. you start off saying, oh, you yeah, got yeah. that coming yeah. out. And she's, you know, bringing up all these movies. She's like, yeah, I, um, I did uh, Witness a few years ago. You probably saw that. It was pretty successful. And, uh, you know, I'm considering some other roles, but hey, you got time for lunch. Let's just hook up for lunch, right? That's how you start it, right? And, and now it's just like, no. Tom. Tom. Sounds like Robert Byrd when he was talking about uh, Ted Kennedy dying. <laughs> I love you, Ted. Ted. Tom. By the way, I'm looking at her at the B page. She has some recent work in 2017. Not that anyone knows. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody, a TV movie, a TV series for one episode. What is that? Is that Taipei? Tio Papi. So it's like Uncle scroll Daddy. Down. Oh, scroll down. Yeah. No, you know, not to that movie. Yeah, scroll oh. down to the whole list. Let's go back. I don't know any of these no. things. Well, TV, I know this movie. one. I know that it's a cartoon. She was the voice oh, of a cartoon. Storm Chasers, Revenge of the Twister. A TV <laughs> movie in 98. I still don't see anything. I'm like, oh, I remember that TV movie. TV a movie. A lot of TV movies. Video short. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. What TV movie? What what channel? <laughs> okay, so 86. She's in Top Gun. Yes, that's uh, it. She did a voiceover in 86. After that, Made in Heaven. Once We Were Dreamers. Sebastian's High Flying Adventure. A TV short. The Accused. The accused. 1988. Is it that a big witness. one? It was accused. I don't see witness. I don't see uh, witness either. Keep going on. Thumble. Okay. Wow. No, she hasn't done anything. Oof. Boy. This, All these are TV movies or TV series. Yeah. The accused was it. And that was, wow. She fell quick. Yeah. Wow. She had a bad agent. But she did Super Gator. Huh? She did Super Gator. 
Super Gator. Super Gator. Oh, uh, was that direct to video? <laughs> that one's straight to video. No, Look that, at didn't that. Even, that didn't even make it direct to video. <laughs> Look at that. You do. Oh, you want to be part I of so that. I so wanted movie. to curse right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't you want to be part of this movie? Is that even in English? Hey, <laughs> it's German. Corby, what's the movie um, with uh, the guy who did that uh, role that Gene Hackman had then? Wow, I'm really in this. Wow, yeah, this is. Who played the Willy Wonka remake? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Well, Johnny Depp was in it, and he played uh, the bad director who did Plan 9 from Outer Space. Ah, I was like, Ed Wood. Ed Wood, that's okay. the one. Ed Wood and um, Bill Murray was in it. In that, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Ed Wood? No. Oh, you got to see this. Did you see it, Corby? It's terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible movie, but it's interesting. Ed Wood was an interesting character, okay? Because he, he wanted to be this director and movie producer, mm-hmm. and he produced movies. But he just didn't care about the quality. When he didn't have money, he was like, "Well, we just do it this way." Mm. And he did like these worst movies ever. And he ended up hooking up with some like aging stars, like Bella Lugosi, who had fallen <laughs> on hard times because he was strung out on heroin and stuff. And he would put him in these roles, and they were horrible. But they would get a little bit of attention because okay. it was still Bella yeah. Lugosi, yes. you know. Yes, that's what this that super gator is like. It's like <laughs> Kelly McGinnis from Top Gun. <laughs> it's funny because if you look at her IMDb page, she has beautiful pictures in there, none recent. Yeah, that's, there's no recent pictures of her. Wow. And she hasn't been sick or anything, is she? No, you can see? no I, from what I can see, there's nothing that says, you know, she's been sick. It's just sad, too. As you click through her profile, <laughs> Tom Cruise movie is real big on top. Right. Oh, so is that you, it? So, you know, she's like, damn, mm-hmm. I can't get away from this either. Like, look at Tom Cruise. He looks exactly the same. Uh, you got to believe she's triggered by everything, oh. too. Like Tom's name is banned from their household <laughs> or something. No He's turn return my calls or whatever. Tom. And if you're Tom, you're like, I'm not here. I'm not here. Did, do they even throw it out there? Do you, okay, Tom, um, we're doing the uh, Top Gun sequel now, oh, and here's awesome. our plan for it. You excited yeah. about yes, this or I am whatever? So excited. So we have to explore some of the old storylines okay. and how we're going to evolve them. So Oof. at that point, do you? You know, we're thinking Kelly McGinnis could come. <laughs> I, I, no, no, I mean, because she was in the movie. You yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. her she, character, she, yeah, so yeah, we'll get her to reprise the Kelly Mc... Have you seen her lately? No, I know she was in Super Gator, but no, I haven't seen on, anything since Let me show you a picture. So how do we kill her off? <laughs> <laughs> how do we make this a romantic love story? So she died she di- uh, how soon after the end of the other <laughs> movie? Cancer. Did you have kids and she died? We're all set that she dies, she though, died. right? She died somehow. We know she yeah, dies. Yeah, she's dead. Is it horrific? Gra- is, oh, that's what triggers you. Yes. And you're, you're lost. You're lost. You start drinking. You can't fly anymore. And then what we do is just show some old photos of her. Yes. From the first yes, movie. Yes. Okay, good. Actually, good. We're can, all we, in can we then? go back a little further back than her first movie? Right. Exactly. Just go a little f- more younger. Actually, you know what? No. Let's CGI. CGI. What she would thing? look if she would still had a career. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's just CGI her. Uh, or, or do they do the let's just get the youngest, hottest starlet out there? And just pretend like it's... Oh my gosh, no, Doc Thompson. Let's cast her. She's the grandma. <laughs> so, oh, so it's her and Tom as they've both gotten old and have kids? No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is grandma. She's going to tell the story of, of his wife. Of her dying, <laughs> right. It was, a, it was a beautiful day. We were just outside watching something. Just She collapsed. Come in here, Maverick. 
We miss her too. We miss our granddaughter as much as you miss having her around as well. And here's the thing. Kelly's taking that role. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, Zach. Kelly, you know so she's taking that role. We want you to. They called. Yep. Top Gun 2. I'm back I'm on back, top. baby. I'm back, baby. I don't have to remember that We want that you to play her, your grandmother. Oh. Oh, so it's going to be like a we've aged thing. Me and no. Tom have both. No. 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 <laughs> You're going to play the grandmother of your character who yes. has died off. Died. Tom's still going to be just as young and hot. Young and hot. And yeah. you're going to introduce him to, you know, a younger model of you. Right, before. exactly. Yeah, exactly. A friend so. of a friend's mm-hmm. daughter, mm-hmm. you know, needs some kind he's of gonna something. He's going to come to you for your blessing. Yes. You know, that oh he's going to whatever. <laughs> he needs your blessing to move on. Right. Because he feels guilty that she died. Right. And the trick is going to be to capture the funk of an old lady house on camera. Oh, I got that it. That he has to. I got You this. know, and uh, the wallpaper and the whole thing. Maybe you make him some cookies or a pot roast or something. She goes, oh, my gosh. We could film it in my house. She's like, I'm there. Done. I'm done. You don't have to do it. Just film it in my house. <laughs> it's all ready for you guys. A seven-year production value. Kelly, here. we're gonna send you to wardrobe. No, nope. 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 We're good. You're nope. fine. Look at Just my wardrobe. Just like that. <laughs> In fact, we have pictures of you leaving your uh, acting class that you teach at the community college. Can you just wear that? <laughs> Can you just whatever. We like what you were wearing. It fits the role that we want you to play. So bad, but it's so true. You don't want to dress like you're 30 years younger no. than you are because no. then you just look then like an ass. you just ass. look an idiot, yes. yes. You want to dress like, you know, 10 years or so yes. younger. Young for your age. Yes. It, you know, no one's going to say, wow, Tom Cruise looks like he's 18 again or 30 again. Exactly. They're not going to say that, but they go, wow. You, you can look at Tom and you could say, what is he, like 42, yeah. maybe 45, yeah. 10 years exactly. younger? And you're like, okay. Yeah. And he looks at you and you're like, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm Kelly... <clears throat> I'm telling people I'm 78. Yes. So they go lower. And they go, right. They're like, I'm 78. Okay. That's a, that's a, here's the oh, horrible thing. I look at her like that and I go, yeah, that's about right. I don't say she looks <laughs> you good say, for 78. You don't, you don't say I that. honestly do not say she looks good for I say she looks 78. Good. Right, what about this picture? She, does she look 78? Yes, she does. Really? She looks like my mom. <laughs> and your mom is? 77. Okay, so 78. <laughs> my mom will be 78 next year. She looks like my mom. Honestly, God, she really does. I'm not kidding. My mom could play in Top Gun. <laughs> I bet you this. Your mom is uh, thinner. She probably is. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not a lesbian. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just learned that, too. I didn't know that. This girl just made all. Never mind. Mm. I don't care. For she was her. probably kept down. <laughs> We're mocking her, and she was kept down yes. because of her lesbianosity. I feel like there's a hashtag two movement somehow in this conversation. In the last 16 minutes. <sighs> Maybe into this, you know, in the spirit of today's show, I shouldn't have called her a lesbian. I should have just said feminist. <laughs> How does fat a feminist? <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> How to spot a feminist? She won't be a Top Gun too. <laughs> Tom Cruise is singing uh, old Righteous Brothers songs to her in a bar in Florida. Actually, you know what? They could have cast her in this, and they could still use the uh, the uh, Berlin song from the original. <laughs> Take my breath away. <gasps> 
<laughs> a different meaning of taking your breath away from 86 to now. In 86, you're like, oh, Kelly McGinnis, she's hot. Now you're like, oh. And the thing about she's literally embracing the whole look. Look at her. She got the sunshades. Then she got the glasses with the little string. Then she got She's the She's got car the keys, keys that are also on a string and around a string, her neck. And she got the like the Winn-Dixie card, savings card. <laughs> God, She's, the car keys. She's literally embracing the the whole character. Oh, my God. You see, kids, when you make it like this, just embrace it. People will cast you. She's literally has the, I don't know if it's a Winn-Dixie card, but she has this stupid little Winn-Dixie yeah, savings you're card right. That's what it- in her neck. And a portfolio. A oh binder. Gosh. And a fanny pack. Oh, wait <laughs> no, a minute. No, no. That's, just, that's just her fanny. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. hold a record for something the most career firings in a lifetime this is the morning blaze with doc thompson <laughs> for now okay i'm admitting i was triggered the, the picture triggered me <laughs> i was trying to explain to mordecai go imagine somebody from your generation that you yes. find attractive yes and uh, 30 years from now whatever you know it looks like you know somebody's great grandmother just triggering i mean it happens to all of us and you know i look a little worse than i did you know yeah, a couple of years ago, that's fine. It happens. It it was just so stunning to see. And then by comparison to Tom Cruise, yes, you know, it's well, just- the, for me, a perfect example is Mary Kate and <laughs> Ashley. Here they are today. Yeah, they look like um, like ghosts. Yes, look at that. This is not the little two cute little girls that were in Full House. No, um, they're they're odd. <laughs> very odd. Very odd. You know they're they're worth a billion bucks. Yeah, it's in my downtown. Very weird. A lot of people are learning, Doctor. Oh, good. What did they learn? uh, Hashtag what I learned today. You got American Defender saying Doc and Chris are going to be roasting their chestnuts in the pits of hell, picking on this old lady. That being said, no comedy gold, Jerry gold. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing: she's not that old. No, she's not old. She just looks that old. Yeah, that's the point. That's the, that's the whole issue. That was like the whole point of that last segment. 60 in today's standard. I mean, yes. Compared to 18, compared to 30. If you're 34, you're going 60. Yeah, that's kind of old. 60 not that old. And maybe I'm saying that because I'm closer to that than I am 30. But you're not old at that point. No. I mean, it's not like uh, when people live to be 45, you know, 30 was old. Yes. Okay, but she looks a lot older. Yeah. Jane Fonda, she's 80 years old. She looks way better. And I know she had work done and she has money, but Jane Fonda, she is 80 years old. Does that Her look- age looks much better. It's hard for me to say that because Jane yes, is like so yes, reprehensible, yes, but yes. yeah. Um, uh, what's her foot? Uh died uh um comedian used to do the red carpet stuff with her rivers oh joan rivers Rivers, yeah joan rivers uh she looked awesome for her age yeah she did now she had gobs of work done and she started looking a little plasticky but she looked pretty good in fact she looked in some ways better than she did when she was younger yeah younger she was a little like awkward looking you know kind of gangly 
<clears throat> what about Betty White? Betty White, it is. She is 96 years old. 96 years old. And she still looks way better. Yeah, you get to a certain age, it's just, it all goes in there. I, I told you about the singles ad I saw years ago. Yes, yes, you did, yes. Where And I can't remember the exact age, but it was, it was 90s and 80s. It was like... 93 or something it was like you know divorced or widowed white female blah blah mm-hmm. blah the 93 looks 83 <laughs> and i was like at some point although maybe when you get there you're like wow she looks she doesn't look 93 you know yes, yes 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 i'm dating the younger woman she's 87 <laughs> justin sprung not saying Top Gun 2 plot twist. Kelly just died and Tom Cruise is mourning and consolidated um, and consoled by Kelly's much younger and hotter sister. Yep. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And B from SAVC saying the last movie Kelly McGill's was. McGillis. Uh, she was the old lady from the Titanic. Oh, my gosh. Here's the thing. The old lady from Titanic looks, looks better. better. She does because she's thinner. Yes. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are not making it a lot. You, you guys are making it worse. Let's put it that way. Okay. Gun to the head. Okay. That Kelly McGinnis you saw mm-hmm. in that picture or the old lady. Old lady at the Titanic. Dun, dun. Yeah. By the way, if this is disturbing, maybe you just go ahead and keep that earwax in your ear. Oh, yeah. This last segment. Yeah. The last segment, yes. people are actually shoving the earwax back in. Please. They're like, please. They're wax take, RX. Just, just, they're just pouring everything they're that They're taking hot wax from their candles and pouring it in there. <laughs> For those of you that don't want the earwax in your ears, try the WaxRx system by going to usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. Purchase the system. It's going to help you clear that earwax out of your ears safely, effectively, and efficiently. You will love it because you don't have to stick your car keys in there or a Q-tip because that stuff's damaging. It can You could do some serious damage to your ears if you're not careful. So use the WaxRx system designed by doctors. It's a three-step system. First, you got the eardrops that go ahead and loosen that earwax up. And then you've got the specially designed pump to flush the stuff out. Just sprays it in there. It's the perfect amount of pressure. So you get the earwax out, but it's not like a fire hose in your ear that's going to do some damage. And then, of course, you got the pH, ba- pH balance rinse to leave that uh, your ears feeling soft, soft and, and supple. supple. Remember the promo code radio. Why? Use WaxRx promo code radio because they're going to give you free shipping right to your door. What? So if I don't use radio, will they charge me shipping? It will not come to my door? It, they'll charge you shipping and it'll end up in your neighbor's steps. So, make so sure radio you, is the key. Radio is the key to get it to your door and to free. Yeah, something like that. Wow, cheap and free. Mm. Mm. Yep. It may be a metaphorical door. <laughs> okay. Metaphor. It may be like metaphorical door, your mailbox. Yeah. Your mailbox, yeah. Metaphorical door to your property. Yes. I mean, let's see your- It will go to the right house. Let's just say that. Yes. A metaphorical Unless door. Unless it's sent by the USPS. <clears throat> Then you might have to be like... Then it could be anywhere. Yes. They, they, they'll they get it to a house. They'll get it to a... Yes. They'll get it somewhere else. They yes. will take it from the factory and deliver it somewhere. Yes. It may be a dumpster. Yes. Because... Or the lake. Could be the lake if they don't the want river. to deliver it. Just use the promo code radio. Yes. Uh, Kool-Aid with a C saying, I don't know if <clears throat> Kelly likes Brazilian music, but she does not give an F. She does not give an F. As Corby put it, uh, she has no F's left to give. She ran out of those in 93. We all have our big bag of F's to give. We do. And you're, uh, I'll give an F about this. I'll give any, get a point that the well runs dry. And you're like, let me reach into my bag of F's to give. <laughs> 
There's nothing, isn't there? Didn't I have a reserve F to give just in case they call me to be in? Nope. No Fs to give. No. I'm rolling through the parking lot, heading to teach some classes. Kids, I used to be in Top Gun. I was somebody back then. I knew Tom Cruise. I kissed Tom Cruise. That's right. Sit down, you little bastards. You're rolling through there with your fanny pack and your car keys around your neck. You know, you know she's bitter. Maybe For the not. next week, she's bitter. Only when Tom Cruise has a movie out, though. That's what I'm saying. So she's bitter for the, all the for time. For this week, for this whole week, she's bitter. She's probably in L.A. walking, you know, driving down, walking. She sees the billboards. She sees the the trailer on TV. She goes to IMDb, IMDb page, make sure that last TV movie just went up, and boom, Mission Impossible. Yeah, uh, I imagine it's. It, Maybe she's accepting it's fine, but for a lot of people, it would be so bad that she couldn't even see a Royal Caribbean commercial. <laughs> she couldn't even see a Carnival commercial. No, she sees a cruise. She'd she's take like, a cruise. Pass it. Ruined my life. <laughs> I, I just realized, too, I was so triggered by this and shocked I didn't get those new numbers on procrastination. Oh, and you were supposed to. So I'm going to have to delay them. So what I'll do is. We can't um, do the next, though. No, because we have the Friday, Friday leftovers, leftovers coming up. Yes. So what we'll do is we'll do Friday leftovers. That'll take us to the top of next hour, and then I'll start off next hour because this was shocking. Just, for those of you who were waiting for the numbers from procrastinations, just blame Corby. Corby on this. This or, was or, all Corby. Blame Tom Cruise. He's the <laughs> bastard who didn't take care of Kelly McGinnis. They were friends. <laughs> they were friends, you know. Right, that's who you blame on this. When we think we're going to move on, we just do not let it go. We did not let it go. I this could is not a perfect example of not letting, letting go. it go. This Can we a, let it go for the next segment? There's a lesson to be learned here. Okay. As much as you think we're just mocking Kelly McGinnis, no. Okay. Take care of yourselves. Yes. Yes. Field of greens. Get in shape. Yes. Use the ridge zone. Yep. These these are the things you need to do. These what, are what the life lessons. Me? Just saying. Friday leftovers coming up next. This is the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Doc Thompson, and you're listening to The Morning Blaze. And if you like what you're hearing on this show, then you probably will like Pat Gray Unleashed. Available now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And now, Doc Thompson presents The Friday Leftovers Mmm Yeah, let's get rid of that other music There we go These are the great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week So, we will get to them now A Pasco County woman Pasco, Pasco County, Florida. Okay, okay, I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, you had that look on your yes, face. Yes, I, I did, like, I did. Sorry, I'm a, I didn't yes. spell that out. Thank you, thank you. A Pasco County woman hatched a brilliant plan mm. to get revenge on a former business partner. Oh, here we go. Here we go. She wanted revenge. Because? Because he supposedly sabotaged a photo contest that she has entered. Oh, hell no. I don't know how she... How he sabotaged her, what the but, parameters of. In her mind, sh- he did. He did. Okay. And she sought revenge. <laughs> revenge. <laughs> she hatched a brilliant plan. And that she is. thought. And she schemed. And she planned. 
She made a few mistakes. Oh, okay. Well, it's a brilliant, amazing plan to okay. get revenge. What's the plan? There were some failures. Okay. See if you can spot them. Okay, here we go. I got my bell ready. Go. First, a little backstory. Okay. The plan was to frame him for attempting to abduct her 12-year-old daughter. Oh, that's That's serious. legit revenge. Oh, my gosh. You're going to the big house. You get yeah. right for that. And uh, abducting a 12-year-old girl, when oh. you get to the big house, what's your life like? Yeah. You know, Bob from So Black D is going to get you. Oh, yeah. So uh, her name is Tammy Steffen. She called cops and claimed that a man tried to drag... Uh, just a man. A man. Okay. A man tried to drag her daughter into the woods behind their house. Oh. She claimed that she and her daughter had been getting threatening calls from an unknown person prior to the attempted abduction. Okay, trying to set some ground. Saying that was yep. And then she said he tried to do it. And then she pointed them to the woods behind her house where okay. the abduction was supposed to have take, happen. Okay. Tried to take place, the attempted abduction. When the cops went out there, they found some things in the woods. Uh-oh. A laptop cover, a notepad with information about the, the daughter. daughter and the mom, and some duct tape. Oh, my God. Things you need for an abduction. Yeah. Now, here's where it gets good. Based on the daughter's description, Tammy fingered her business partner. So the cops are like, all right, tell me, little girl, what happened, blah, blah, blah. And she gives them a description okay. of the suspect, and the mom goes, oh, my former business partner. Photo uh, contest. Yeah. <clears throat> So they asked the daughter, they're like, here, here's a picture of your mom's former business mm-hmm. partner. Is mm-hmm. this the guy? That's the one. That's the guy. And they said, have you ever seen him before? And she said, absolutely not. Oh. They kept asking and they're like, yeah, he's your mom's former business partner there. And you've never seen this guy? Well, um, yeah, I've seen him before. He's my mom's former business partner, but... You didn't know enough to tell yeah, us that. Yes. So that was yes. a little bit yeah, of a, a little, failure yes, there. Yes, a little failure, yes. So they went to the talk to the business partner. Just okay. To be sure. Here we go. And uh, the business partner's like, yeah, that wasn't my me. And they're like, do you have an alibi? And he's like, yes, I do. Oh. And he said, I was very far away, you know, other, you know, hours other away. Yeah. And they're like, can you prove it? And he said, yes, I am. Here's video surveillance of me at the time, wherever he was. And they're like, wow, that's... um." You're not Not the guy. That seems whatever. And then they found other video. Oh, hello. Of the mom buying a laptop cover and a notebook and duct tape tape. from a Newport Richie Walmart. (laughs) So that's a. That is a failure. (laughs) Next thing they're going to say, we found a video of you just walking into the woods from your own cameras. And throwing that in there. (laughs) But it doesn't end there. Because they arrested her at that point. Okay. Okay. Got that's it. enough Got to, yes, to that's arrest enough. her. You're yes, good to yes. go. Didn't end there. She calls her daughter from jail. Hey, honey. See, I don't know if you know this, but jail phones, they're all recorded. Yes. In fact, a lot of times they'll tell you they're all recorded. They will as tell if you, you have never seen any cop movie ever yes. and don't know they're recorded. Yes. Okay. On the call, she tells her daughter to say that the alleged kidnapping. Was the daughter's idea. You got to tell them it was your idea. You got to tell them it was your idea, not mine. <laughs> Chris, that's also what you call evidence. Yes. A failure. Another a failure. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. She also told the daughter, tell them that you gave me the money to buy the stuff from Walmart. Nope. See, See again, that's a, another failure there. You're still well, being recorded. Right. He's still there or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. she was charged with uh, child neglect. 
Okay. Filing a false report okay. and tampering with fabric or, or fabricating, fabricating physical evidence. So, <laughs> you know, on paper, she was like, this is gold, Jerry. This is it. This I is got it. it. I got him. I'm going to take that him. bastard down to mess with my photo contest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a photo contest. I know. I don't know what he could have done. Yes. But this seems like an extreme response. Yes. Whatever he did was like in her eyes was she literally, he literally smacked her and like raped her entire family. Right. Exactly. What did he do? The photo contest that would warrant I'm going to frame him for child abduction. And then make it all creepy in the behind the woods with notes about my daughter. That's creepy. Right. I mean, come on. What did he? Was there a, a cash prize? And he's like, "I'm going to tamper with it." And you're $1, not thousand dollars. Yeah, how much were you going to get for a photo contest? A thousand dollars, maybe, maybe max. And you know what? There were also tickets to the circus there. I was going to get that. <laughs> and just so you know, there was also going to be a video of Super Gator starring the incomparable <laughs> Kelly McGinnis. He does not let it go. He did not let it go. <laughs> that's what that's what the first prize was. First prize was one video copy of Kelly McGinnis's latest movie. Cassette. You know what the second prize was? What was it? Two copies of her latest movie. <laughs> Pro criminal tip number 3640. Revenge is the best dish served without incriminating yourself. Yes, 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 yes. 51-year-old 51-year-old Patricia Ode- O'Donnell of Marston Mills, Massachusetts, was stopped by a trooper on Saturday night and arrested for driving under the influence. Mm. So the trooper arrests her. Mm-hmm. They uh, called out uh, 25-year-old Brandon Fenton. He was dispatched by the towing company to pick up her vehicle because okay. she was going to the Po with the Popo. Passerby saw him uh, with the truck, uh, with uh, her car loaded on it, and uh, saw him driving down the road and swerve over the center line and off the right side of the road. He was also arrested for DUI. Hi, <laughs> <coughs> officers, I got the car. So you're going to be dealing with law enforcement and stuff when you're, you're being called out by law enforcement. <laughs> yes. Maybe you lay off the, yes, the lay hooch off. for a little yes, while. Yes, just, just for a couple of seconds. A couple of seconds, that's it. Both will be arraigned and have been released on personal recognizance. 21-year-old Kelton Griffin showed up to his date's home around 3 p.m. to go out with her. Oh, nice. <coughs> 3 p.m. Nice. Early date. Yeah, very early. Actually, I think that'll be significant or germane to the story. Okay. Okay. The woman asked Griffin to drive her car because she did not know where he wanted to take her. Mm. And he didn't have a vehicle. Mm. After driving for a bit, the woman says Griffin pulled into the parking lot of a store and asked her to go inside and buy him some cigars because he didn't have any money. Okay. <laughs> He's going to take her out on yeah. a date. And he doesn't have a car. He doesn't have a car. And he does not have money. No money. He didn't have money for cigars. But <laughs> she agreed. She's going to go in there and buy him some cigars. While she was in the store, uh-oh, he took off in her car. Well, he didn't have a car. Now he has a car. Now he has a car. Yeah, but he has a little couple change. She money. tried to call him, but he blocked her number. <laughs> Who's this new phone? She tried to contact him on social media. Oh, blocked. He blocked her on social media. <laughs> I see a pattern here. Yeah, now. I see a pattern. Poor thing. Yes. Yes. Sweetheart. Not only did you know, he make you think he's interested. Yes. And then he stole your car. Yes. You know when she came out with the cigars and he wasn't there. 
Poor uh, thing. You know, she's like, where's Kelton? <laughs> did, did he, is he around the back putting air in it? Is he that, checking the oil? Did I park at the handicap by mistake? Oh, Betty ran over to CVS to get us a box of wine. <laughs> a box of wine. A box wine. of wine. Not a wine bottle. A, a box, box of, of wine. wine. <laughs> Maybe he needs protection. Is he he getting me rose? I mean, she's doing that. And then you're like, I'm starting to get worried. I better do, 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 blocked. Do, 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 blocked. Do, do, blocked. Then she's like, oh my gosh, does something happen to him? Oh. Maybe social media. Let me just, maybe his phone. Let me do social media. Blocked. She's blocked me. This is the slow realization. Yes. I bet you this took hours. I was going to say, how long do you think? Like. An hour, two hours. The full realization, yes. minimum 40 minutes. Yes. Minimum. Yes. Because first there's 10 minutes of where is he? You're walking around the yeah. parking lot going, yep. is he coming back? Yep. Is he getting a yep. box of wine? You know, call, let me call him. And then social media, that's a half an hour of that. Yes. So after all that, she then contacts her family to let him know, I don't know where Kelton is. She's still He's not here because she doesn't know. She just wants to know that I'm wandering around yes. with a box of cigars. <laughs> I got him the cigars that he wanted. I'm I'm down at the racetrack with the box of cigars. I don't know where Kelton is. <laughs> Poor thing. Moments later, she gets a text from her god sister, not her sister. Her god sister, somebody completely removed from the from family. The family. Not, yes, that didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm, like her immediate mm-hmm. family knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. She gets a text from the god sister. The god sister says. Um, Hey, get a car you have, right? Yes. You have the yes, and don't you have the one with the little crown air yeah. freshener? Don't you have that you know, yeah. dent in the fender, or whatever? That yeah. sticker in the back. Yeah, I'm with a guy named Kelton Griffin. He picked me up for a date, and I think this is your car. Yes, yes. The god sister said Griffin had asked her out on a date. And he was on the way to pick her up at grandma's house. And, nice. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> nice. Or had just picked her up at grandma's yeah. house. Excuse me. Just picked her up at grandma's house. Nice. Police say the first date got a ride to grandma's house then. Okay. She she rode over there to okay. try to stop him. Yes. But she didn't get there in time. Oh, okay. So okay. nobody left. Right. So she Ubers it over, gets a drive. She's got the cigars and ready going to she get She does it. still have the cigars. Real quick, grandma. You saw him, right? Did he have a box of wine? He drives off uh, with the god sister before she could get there. Police say that he took the god sister to a local drive-in. Hello. But he didn't have any money. So what did he do? So the god sister paid. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The god sister then texts the first woman again to say, hey, we're at the drive-in. I paid. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him I got the box of cigars. I got cigars or whatever. And the first date then calls police. He was arrested at the drive-in and charged with theft. Oh. Grand theft auto. Uh, he would have gone away with it if he would have asked the god If it was any sister, other woman. Another girl. He would have gone away with it. So you know he's telling the god sister. He's like, that's right, baby. I'll be over to pick you up. I got to go pick up my car first. You Let like me, my car? I got to go pick up a car first. You like my car? Is this a rental? <laughs> this doesn't smell like a rental. It's, it's kind of a loner. It's kind of a loner. It's not mine, but it's I'm, I'm mine. using. I'm, yes. you know, I'm using it for tonight. <laughs> so many girly things inside Do you like the car. Wine? <laughs> University of Iowa defensive lineman Brandy Reef was arrested for public intoxication. He okay. plays for the University of Iowa. 
He uh, approached a university police car and attempted to get in, believing it was an Uber. <laughs> he then asked the cops for a ride home, thinking oh, they were Uber drivers. Hmm. Are Uber drivers in uniform now? No. Do they no, have guns no. and badges no. usually? No. And <laughs> or did... <laughs> Do they usually carry handcuffs? No. Is there a gate not between a you, a partition no, between you no, and the back? No. Yeah, so he would not let it alone. He went up to him and he's like, he went, uh, Uber. I'll get it. I'm not, by the way, I'm not even sure that he called for an Uber. Seriously, he just tried to get in. They're like, sir, Uber? sir, sir. You're, and uh, finally they decided to go ahead and. They were pretty sure he's liquored up, given that, yeah, he was drunked up. They yes. took him in for uh, public intoxication. The head Kirk, or the head coach, uh, Kirk Friends, suspended him for the team season opener mm, against uh, Northern Illinois already. I have been think a cop car is an Uber drunk. Really? I have been that level of drunk. Have you wow. ever been that level no. of drunk? No. Yeah, I've been, no. uh, I've been that level of drunk. No. Yeah, I've been... Uh, Mistake cars, uh, even cop cars. Really? Things drunk. Yeah. That's cop pretty cars. Yeah, I've thought they were other things. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> oh, this is great, Doc. I mm-hmm. mean, sad, mm-hmm. but great. Uh, I have a friend. Uh oh. There it is. A friend who was uh, take a cop's uh, hat drunk. Oh. Was a cop wearing the hat? It was next to him. Well, at least he wasn't wearing the hat. And this friend got away with it. Oh. Yeah. So he kept the hat? No. Oh. There was a certain guilt factor and returned it to the police station <laughs> later that night. But just left it out front. With a note? Sorry. No, you just, because you don't want to incriminate yourself, you know. But you just put it there. But then there was an additional guilt factor. Uh-oh. Because if your cap shows up at the front of the police station, all How the other cops are going to know you lost your cap yeah. somehow. Yes. That's going to be bad. So there's yes. still a little bit of guilt factor there. That, okay. You know, it was still bad for the cop that yes. night. So, yeah, that was a friend. <laughs> he was that drunk. He was that drunk. Yes. But His I have friend. been thinking cop cars and Uber okay. drunk. Quick break back with more on The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Sean Spicer has a uh, an audio book out that you need to check out, and it uh, details his times in the Trump White House. You realize he was only there seven months? Wow. Which is still uh, six months and two weeks longer than Scaramucci. <laughs> yes, yes. But what an amazing... I mean, it doesn't matter if you like Trump or not, agree with his policies. You know there are some tales to be told. By the way... There's some tales about Scaramouche. In, in the, the, in the Sean Spicer book? Yeah. Oh, you got to check this out. Yes. It's called uh, The Briefing, which I really like the name. Yes. It sounds very current. It's very, perfect for this. Yes, yes. The Briefing by Sean Spicer is available in audiobook form right now. Just go to audible.com. He's making the rounds with it. This is really pretty interesting. I, as you know, have been a lukewarm supporter of Trump, you know, since he's been in office. I mean, I didn't support him initially, but then he's done a pretty good job. So I've given him pretty high marks. But I'm still fascinated by the administration in different ways than even Obama's. I mean, I would love to just be a fly in the wall in any of these. And that's what you get a little bit with the briefing with Sean Spicer. He's, um, you know, telling insider tales, firsthand accounts 
of what it's like to be in the Trump White House, especially in those early days. Yeah. Because Trump seems to be getting his feet under him now. And, you know, it takes a while to learn the job and be able to do it with a certain degree of confidence where you're not just kind of running to keep up with the ship. In those early days, everybody has trouble during the transition. Yep. Even the first couple months. And you're going to hear about some of the failures. And the coolest thing is it's read by him. It's narrated by him. So you can actually see, I mean, hear his emotion behind the book. Because mm-hmm. he has to get emotional. Right. You know, you got, it's, it's, it's an amazing book. I like it. It's called uh, The Briefing. It's by Sean Spicer. And it's available at audible.com. If you have a Prime membership, Audible it's may be included may be depending included. upon the level mm-hmm. you got. If not, you can get it Just via... Uh, uh, your prime membership yes, you if can. you have a lesser one, which yep. is what I did as well. It's the briefing by Sean Spicer. Check it out today. 35-year-old Chad Stitch was riding in a car that was pulled over on suspicion of being involved in a drug deal. Uh-oh. He That's was not serious. driving. He was a passenger. That's serious. But because they thought it was a drug deal, when they pulled it over, it wasn't just for a traffic infraction. They asked for his identity uh, ID as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, uh, he didn't have it on him, he said, but... Uh-oh. He said, my name is Chad Majors. Major. The detective didn't believe him. <laughs> For two reasons. Because. Number one, Stitch has the name Stitch tattooed on his neck. You do not want to do that. Number two, the officer had arrested Stitch uh, a few years ago. Repeat offender. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's like, Chad Majors, how are you? Aren't you Chad Stitch? Nope. Chad Majors. Yeah, you should it's, be at attention. I remember right arresting now. you. It's nope. It's Chad, you're Chad Stitch. Nope. nope. Why does it say Stitch on your neck? Uh it's my street name. Cops found forty bags of heroin in the car. I'm sorry. Twenty three ecstasy tablets. Whoa. And a bunch of pots. <laughs> Oh, he was partying. That's uh, that's, you want to come down a little bit, you know, kick back, leave some at home. He was charged with drug offenses and false identification. What is the purpose of a giant neck tattoo? Thank you. Of your name. Thank you. No regrets. If you get to the, I'm going to get a tattoo and I'm going to get a neck tattoo. You're taking another step because you're saying that everyone's going to see this. Okay, fine. That's your thing. Why would it be of your name? Mm. Is that just in case you get so blasted by heroin, ecstasy, and pot that you can't remember your name? (laughs) When you get a tattoo of your name, does it also say, uh, if found, passed out in the street, return to, or my name is... You know the nice thing about having a net tattoo of your name? When you go to like little seminars and that, you don't have to wear that sticker. You do not have to wear the sticker. Hello, my name is Yeah, you don't have to do that. My name is Stitch. Chad Majors, how are you? (laughs) Attention, please. It's good if people are trying to get to know you and remember your name. Yes. Bad if you want to be an anonymous drug dealer. Yes. Viral video from China shows a woman happily renting a Ferrari 458. Oh, that's thrilled. Yes. And then wrecking it minutes Hello. later. Oh. Moments before the cla- uh, crash, the woman uh, allegedly took a clip from the driver's seat that shows her, you know, I'm getting like, Ferrari, the Ferrari, it's going to be. And minutes later, <laughs> she uh, slams into the side of a BMW, oh. causing a huge pileup. No one was injured, but the damage to both cars, extensive, extensive damage to both. I don't know, but the Ferrari's price tag is 500,000 euro. Oh, oh, that's a lot of money. Oh, no, no. Pounds. Pounds. Oh, pounds. Okay. Still Still a lot lot of of money. money. Yep. 
So, and that's not including the BMW. Oh, and it's a BMW. Yes. So. so likely hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. Hi, uh, Geico. <laughs> I'd like to file a claim. <laughs> oh, yes. What happened? Um, I rented a car and got in an accident. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, are, are you happening. okay? Is everybody okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Oh, okay. Um, I have all the information if oh, you want. Oh, yes, it. yes, please. Uh, what kind of car were you driving? Uh, it was a Ferrari 458. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't cover that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, insurance companies like, uh, who's this new phone? You're trying to throw this out there on the phone with them. You know, when you're doing a deal or you you're got something, you may be in trouble with a parent or yes, a boss or you're something. you're trying to hide it. And everything else is like legit. But yes. there's that one piece that's really bad. The one key information. Yes, yes. So you're on the boat, Geico. Oh, yeah. I'm, are you okay? Good. That's nice is everybody to know. okay? Okay, I have to ask some questions. Did you call the cops? Where were you? I was a child. Did you call cops? Did I follow the report? You rented a car. Oh, rental car. Mm-hmm. Got it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. What kind of car? Four fifty. <laughs> and you just... You kind of lop that out there, Ferrari four fifty eight. So let me ask you a question. Am I covered? You just so how was your day going? I'm sorry. Did you say a Ferrari? You kind of lob it out. You know that insurance company does not want to pay that. Right, right. They do not want to pay that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A fifty three. I actually got a twenty year old man in Paraguay. Oh, Paraguay shocked his family and friends. Uh oh. When he showed up at his own wake. Excuse me? He showed up at his own wake. His own like, funeral. Yeah, it's a funeral. You know, yes. Yeah, shows up. Uh, how, what? And who's in the casket? Juan Pino left home, didn't tell anyone where he was going. When his family didn't hear from him for a few days, they reported him missing. So okay. cops eventually called and said, we found a body. We, thinks it's his. we think it's his, but the body's been charred. No, oh, it was okay. killed. It was burned. Yeah. They just took the cops at their word when they couldn't identify him. That's him. So... They haul the body all the way back to their village, commence with the wake, and right in the middle, he showed up. <laughs> I got I, the bread. <laughs> I really feel bad for everybody else having a wake this month. They're watching the door. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson <laughs> on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The hashtag is what I learned today. And what happened? The format, the forum is Twitter. Yes. It's at Doc Thompson Show, at Real Chris Cruz. Yes. Oh, okay, there we go. Stinky Biscuits, we know what I learned today. He was so close to getting some action, but no cigar. I see what you did there. That's you have, that's to, thinking. You have to think about that, that one. That's layers. That's that an, is very That's layered. an onion joke, man. Yes. The layers just There's keep coming. Layers and layers. Uh, Polish American saying, didn't we hear the cigar slash driving double date story yesterday? No, we didn't. No, no we did not cover no. this yesterday. You may have heard somebody else talk yes, about it. But that was not us. That's right. Uh, let's be frank. He's talking about uh, swipe left, swipe right, swipe a car. 
That's how it works. That's exactly it. <laughs> Robert Logan saying the perfect way to kill Kelly McGill's character is in the opening scene. Maverick is flying his jet with Kelly as a co-pilot. As she removes the helmets and leans for a romantic kiss, Maverick sees her face. Eject button. Is that what it <laughs> I love Doc's tiny sack saying, if you get a neck tattoo, you're doing it wrong. But if it's a neck tattoo with your name, you're doing it really, really, really wrong. Really, really wrong. <laughs> you don't want to. Again, wanna it's do. it's great for networking. Yes. Uh, people yes. are like, remember, that's a guy. Stitch, neck tattoo. Oh, that's right. And his name is Stitch because that's what the t- it's great networking. It good. makes you memorable. Good, good. But if you're a drug dealer, you probably don't want to be memorable to everybody. Yes. yes. Bad for drug yes. dealing. Sick Archer saying Chinese woman wrecks a Ferrari. Isn't there a stereotype that Asian women can't drive? Uh, it's it's not even a stereotype. It's just we know that. We know I that, don't know yeah. who rented it to her. I mean, in fact, Geico may have a claim. Yes. You know, I'm sorry. This is not on her. Who rented her the yes. Ferrari? Who rented her a car? Yes. Right? Not just a car. A Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, you, they automatically just charge you extra. Yes. You yes. don't have the... When you're an Asian woman, you don't even have the option for the additional coverage. No. They that should give you double. They just automatically charge you more and the box gets filled in. Automatically. That's what it is. You, you, you click Asian on their ethnicity. They're like, it, that's uh, $71 a day. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. That's $142 a day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Paul G saying there are bells are working out today. You guys are using the bells a lot. Can we get Not a lot, this? but we're, we're working yeah. it back in. We've been bell deficient recently. Can we get so. to the new numbers? Uh, I was going to do that right here. I just have to push it back one more segment, though. We do? I, one more segment because we have a couple of guests on. Oh, we do have a couple yeah. of guests Ed on. Yeah, Ed and Sharita yes. Gray, authors of I Do, but how do I? Hi, guys. How are you? We're doing we're well. Great. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing real well here. Chris is uh, getting married this September, and I'm assuming that's the reason that he decided to uh, to have you on this morning. No, I just want to see. I read this book; it's a fascinating book. I like looks to great. share. I like to share with the people. It seems very self serving, but I appreciate it nevertheless. <laughs> so, uh, thank you. Is this? It says a guide to strengthening the durability of your marital union. Once again. Uh, I am left with people spend way too much time on the things that don't matter when it comes to their marriage, like the wedding, and don't spend enough time working their marriage. Do you agree? Totally agree. Uh, that's actually one of the main points for us writing this book is for that very reason um, that people spend an entire year or more to um, plan for one day. We want to spend one day to plan for the first year. So, so I'm, I'm assuming the two of you are married. Correct. Okay. How, how long have you been married? Four years this year in August. This is, um, and how long were you, was the courtship? How long have you known each other? Oh, my goodness. Uh, years? It's been, um, a little, 11 years total. So that's a long time. So you guys had a, a pretty good foundation in knowing each other. It's difficult because some people don't know each other very long when they get married. You know, you know each other a short period, a year, something like that. Sometimes you know somebody a long time. But when you go throughout your marriage from uh, what I can see from my own experiences and then looking at my parents and other people, a marriage, marriages all change dramatically over the course of, you know, decades, right? Early on in your marriage, your focuses are very different. And by the end, I mean, you are, you know, if if you've been married 30, 40, 50 years, you really are a union. You're, you're part of each other. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, um, that's true. Um, but I've also uh, noticed that sometimes, even when people have been married, you know, 30, 40 years, that that marriage for those 30, 40 years wasn't really a union. They were just together. Um, I actually spoke with a, a guy um, recently, and he was telling me he'd been married 30 plus years, and, and his wife were just kind of together. So we think, you know, that there is a, a, a big gap or a big difference in being married and just being together. So there's, that's why we wrote the book. You I know, like it. And I, well, yeah, and I like the idea of the book, too, because you guys give some specifics. A lot of times, if we talk to authors that write books like this um, or a similar you know, vein, uh, they're, they're very philosophical, and that's nice. But you guys have some practical how-tos. And I just randomly opened a page 40, and it says, pop quiz. Take your phone out, set a timer for 30 seconds, grab a pen and paper. After reading the next instruction, press start immediately and give us as many answers as you can. Are you ready? And the first one right. is name everything you dislike about your spouse or marriage. It says, reset the clock. Now name everything you do like about your spouse or marriage. Now, what is the purpose right. of that? Because we want you guys to highlight the things that you dislike about each other and try to work on those things. Like, now that we know it and they're out in the open, how can we fix them? And the things that you do like, how can we improve upon them? It's funny, when I saw that just now as you were saying it, and obviously I didn't do it to, you know, proper instructions, 30 seconds. But when I started going, okay, what do I dislike first? And I thought... And there's not a whole lot. Yeah. They're honestly, I'm not saying it to be nice or whatever. Yeah. There's a couple yeah. of small things. Um, Give me one. Uh, lack of organization. <laughs> okay. And okay. stuff like this. And then, um, and communication, but that's more yeah. about her mother-in-law even being with I was, us. I was thinking, so when is really? the mother-in-law going to come in? That, that's really it. I mean, <laughs> it comes to the rest of the stuff. We're, I mean, fine with that. And then like, I mean, I, I cannot say enough good things about my wife. I mean, she's a better person. She's um, smart and funny and works hard and a good mom. I mean, everything down the list. Um, But the purpose of this would be to get as much of that out there for the purpose of communication. Is that that what your focus is on that? Yes, I'll answer that one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because there's a, a bit of a struggle among, you know, every couple with communication. I think it's just something that we struggle with in general as people. <clears throat> We're two different people trying to live life together. So communication is a key thing having a marriage, um, even in a dating relationship as well. It's not really something you can avoid. It's one thing remembering being a good listener. So you have to be a good listener. So Sharita, if I if uh, if you were to sit down and uh, thirty seconds on the clock Go. What do you dislike about Ed? Go, go, go. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well, there's a few things, but those things are minor. And I call them minor because they don't affect our communication. And I can say in the past, I probably did have a, a, a few more things to add to that list. But because we've got over those humps, because we learned how to put each other's needs before our own, then no one's going, you know, with unmet needs. We're just putting each other before ourselves. So I have to be a good listener. I know I struggled with that in the beginning um, because I was always listening so that I can respond rather than listening just for understanding. 
I was trying. I, it was going to be gold, Chris. If I got him arguing, this was going to be awesome. An amazing I was trying. I'm trying to get out the there. two authors. <laughs> I didn't do that yesterday. That was you. I do have a question for you guys. You guys seem like a young couple, and I don't want to ask the age, but as a millennial, especially, this will be my second marriage. Um, and the film, mar the first one failed because she cheated on me. Um, and according to her, there was not that emotional in there. So, how do people, especially in today's world, where you're swiping left, swiping right? you know getting the the booty calls at night so how do you build a strong marriage as you as where i'm right now as a fiance yeah what does a marriage even yeah. mean to, to younger people now well well we're not as young as we may sound but <laughs> i thank you for that um <laughs> um well there's a few things i'll pass that one to my husband <laughs> okay um, all right yeah i think the main thing is focus um, like you said, we're swiping left, swiping right, and we're looking at everybody on Instagram. We're looking at all the booties and all mm -hmm. the breasts and the big chest and everything, um, but we're not focused on who we say that we want to spend the rest of our lives with. If we're focused, if I'm focused on Sharita, then she's where my attention is going. Wherever, uh, whatever you put your attention on, that's where it grows. And if I'm, my attention is on whoever is shaking on the screen, then that's where my attention is. It's not on my future spouse or my current spouse. So one main thing is making sure that your focus is together. Do you guys Are think that, attention? do you guys think that uh, technology phones, does that ruin a marriage? It can. Um, we try not to allow that to happen. That's one thing I pay a lot of attention to is making sure that, um, I'm not on my device when my husband walks in the door, making sure when he comes home, you know, if I'm there, hey, how was your day? It's about him. You bring him sandwiches. Sandwiches. You cook you, for him. You, you do that's the laundry. Right. I like what I'm hearing. Yes, I, I am. I'm loving this. I love You're the book. Something. You're on I think we should have a part two of this book, <laughs> How to Make a Man Happy by Sharita. <laughs> no, but you guys, that's a really good point, though. It, it we, And this is true of other relationships. When it becomes too much about us, that's when it's going to start breaking down. And then it exponentiates. It builds on, each, on itself, right? The more right. you think that person didn't pay attention, to me then you start looking it's kind of like when you when you first meet somebody if it's somebody that you think you're gonna want to like for whatever the reason a friend or your spouse is introduced or it's your spouse's relative or you know a little bit about them you're giving them a pass right you're like well they said that that's kind of weird but oh i know i like them so you kind of start you're rooting for them right yeah right. whereas right. if you think it's somebody you're not gonna like you have preconceived notions or whatever you're rooting against them the same scenarios <laughs> you're like did you hear that guy how so right. in relationships right. like this with your spouse if you're focused on these things then it starts building ah they did that on purpose right it's like that right well well the goal here is to make sure that you don't accentuate the negative what can you find positive that they did? I mean, that's also part of why we put the 30-second thing in was to, and a lot of couples, when they take that test, they can, at a speed dial, <laughs> put everything that they dislike about their spouse. I don't like I don't like how she puts on her makeup. I don't like everything. Um, but what can you think of that's positive? Can we flip this scenario? I'm wondering. That, that really has me curious, too. I would... Yeah. 
I would love to um, to know just random people I know if, if how they how that would go for them if it was really right. easy like you said if they had a lot more negative stuff or whatever um, or positive. positive that's just yeah that's an interesting test. Yeah, yeah. The book is I do but how do I? It's by Ed and Sharita Gray. And is there a place people can find it? Absolutely, um, we have a website Ed and Sharita dot com E D A N D S H A R I T A dot com. And we're Ed and Sharita on all of your social media platforms. Okay, and we'll tweet out and post links to it so people can find it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ed Sharita. Have a great day, okay? You yeah. too. Um, so, again, uh, with the self-serving. Again, you it's with the it's your whatever. Though. See, here's the thing. I read the book. It's a, and the one thing I do love about this book is so short straight to the point it's not 200,000 pages right you get to it it's it's real practical stuff you can use yes it's very practical they have one piece in it uh, an acronym plans uh priority lifestyle attention and accountability inattention and spontaneity like some of the things you can be successful and that's pretty legit and i wanted to share with you guys because i feel like if you guys have a stronger marriage you'll be able to pay attention more to us Mm -hmm. and it's just good it's good it's good yeah honestly i mean that effing dog's gone yeah, and it's funny when you said the thirty seconds. I was like, "All right, where does a mother-in-law fall?" Because all I could think is a mother-in-law, mother-in-law, mother-in-law. I need to hear him say "mother-in-law" somewhere in there. And it's not her. That's the funny. No, thing. no, no. It's not her. And yes. it's not even around. No. So for us, it's just the lack of communication about and that. It, and it's a triangle. She's she's a part oh, of our lives that much. Oh yeah. So and I don't have as much contact with her as my wife does. So things are filtered from one to the other. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's confusing. And then little things that you may have. So uh, you know your spouse does little things, doesn't put stuff away properly, or leaves cabinets open, or whatever it is. That would normally be an issue. We also have that. Mm. So then is it you? Is it her? Is it me? Is it whatever? And you're, it's kind of just spiraling around mm-hmm. there. That's really it. Anything else, honestly, mm-hmm. because I am so wonderfully understanding, yeah. we just do not have that many issues. Really? Like any failures of hers, I just uh, I just am able to quickly get really? over. You so understand. That's what it is. It's Doc uh, Thompson. I am so understanding that Blaze her, is her understanding. many failures and flaws oh that I'm God. able to just accept. That's you know what, what it is. I'm going to send this copy to your wife, and I want her to do the 30 seconds with you. That's, that's going to be bad for me. I know that's it gonna is going to be bad for you. It's going to be a little bit different between the yes, two of us. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm thinking hers may be a little bit bigger. Yes. The failure Which list. Side? The failure list will be much bigger for her. <laughs> much bigger. In fact, I'm going to be honest. I'm not joking. I don't know what the hell she would put on the appreciate side. I'm not kidding. You I gave kid. her two kids. Yeah, anyone could have done that. That is so. And you're assuming I did that. that anyone could have done that. You give her a house. I know, right? Anyone could do that. Oh, Please man. look at you me. I'm not her... that successful. Mm. No, I'm being. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm like, what the hell would? You? There's a good little test for you. What do you think your spouse would? There you go. And not should. Those no, are two no, different. No, no, no. Yes. What should they? What would they? Yes, that's a different. Oh my gosh, that just blew my. Because I'm honest. I'm like. I think we just need to write a part two. I'm of this not book. being mad. I'm like, I just. Don't know what she you would don't put think? on the list. I was like, okay, all right. Do you think she knows what she what you're gonna put on her positive side? Do you think she knows? Probably. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, would just no. I mean, listen, she does a lot of things like yeah. not putting stuff away. 
I can I can tell um, if she's home for you know eight hours and I'm gone and I come home. I know everything she did. <laughs> <laughs> From the moment that she stepped into the door? I got it, yeah. She stepped in, she put her bags down right there, and there they are. And then she made a sandwich, because the bread is still out. Yeah. I don't mean just the bread is on the counter. No, it's open. I mean, the bag is open, yes. and there is some bre- bread getting stale, Yes. and there's crumbs on the counter, and, there's- and the knife is there yes. that she used for the mayonnaise, yes. and then the knife she used to cut it, and then the knife she used to cut the, 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 the uh, tomatoes, oh, the tomatoes, and the whole okay. thing out, and then I go, and she went in here, and yes. look, she scrapbooked for a while, because there's yes. little shiny things all over the floor, and it just goes through the whole house. <laughs> and this is where she fed Cubby. Right. And I don't even mean sloppy. <laughs> no. She just doesn't put it away. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I put some stuff, whatever. But so I just go through and I just put stuff Did up. Is she close to the cabinets? Um, no. No. Uh, cabinets, yes. Drawers, no. Okay. The drawers are always open. <laughs> always open. And I was like, how hard is pushing a drawer shut? Here's one. I'll go through and clean the bathroom. Okay. And you got the little, you got regular towels and then you get yes. little hand towels yes. over by the sink, right? Yes. So I'll take a hand towel, clean, mm-hmm. I'll replace the towels, and I fold the hand towel mm-hmm. and I put it on the thing. Okay. You know, because you got to fold it a certain yes. way so it hangs, otherwise yes. it doesn't fit. So I put it on there, right? And I will literally walk out of the bathroom mm-hmm. and I'll walk to the kitchen to grab something like Windex or something to clean the mirrors or something. And I come back in and <laughs> the towel's on the counter where she washed her hands and that, and it's on the counter. <laughs> and I was like, I just, you just did. So I fold it put and it I back. put it back in and I walk in the bedroom and like 10 seconds later, I come Boom, back out. and it's out again. And I was like, is, are you are messing you, with yes. me here? Is that what? Like, I don't even mind, but it was what 10 seconds ago. Can you? <clears throat> you just put it back? Can you just put it back? So, right. And I knew that for the day I met her, but I'm not even like, I'm not even bothered by that. Mm. It's one of those where I knew these are a flaw. And mm-hmm. yeah, it could be frustrating, mm-hmm. but I just go, that's her. She's crazy. She's, and I just smile and laugh it off because it is that nuts where I'm like, I was just here. Like, I'm not even, it's like a joke. It's like you're trying to mess with me. Okay. So I'm not even angry. Yes. I'm just like, yes. come on, seriously. Stop it. 10 seconds. <laughs> so, anyways, interesting stuff. All right. I got to get a break in uh, and then we'll come back. I got those new numbers on procrastination to get to. We'll do them next on the Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. shocked you haven't gone uh, just full sponsor my wedding. You know, people have done that. Oh. You put the whole full wedding sponsor thing up there where mm-hmm. you sponsor everything and it just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so you're driving in the limo and they put the magnets on and said mm-hmm. sponsored by and, you know, there's stuff on every table that says sponsored by. It's really, I thought you knew me. I really thought you knew me. No, I just want to say I'm shocked you haven't done that. Exactly. That's what it would have been Oh, you're already okay. That's what would have been You just didn't tell me. I just didn't tell you. I'm just a little hurt that you didn't tell me because I I like the shady stories like that. Uh, Oh, I I know you do. Um, What do you think you're driving the golf carts? That was the only way I could get the deal done to sponsor the golf carts. 
Wow, that's some high-level <laughs> scam in there. You have what? manipulated me in this whole did, thing. <laughs> why did you think I approached wow. you and said, hey, Doc, can you drive the golf carts? Yeah, and you did that after you denied me the other where I was like, oh, what up? I'm not part of the wedding. Yeah. I'll let you drive the golf carts. Yes. You're right, Grub. Yes. And then you're like, it'll be fun. It will be Brad. fun. And hey, you can put a little tip jar in there oh, for you. Oh, my gosh. Did you remember this a... conversation? Now I do. <laughs> okay. Good point. Good point. <laughs> that was the only way I could close the last deal yep. I was waiting for was for the golf carts. They said no at first. And I was like... What if this person drives it? This is layered, no. folks. This is yes. this, this is like digging dealing with big mobile. That's what this is like. Yes. It's like getting your bill at the end of the month yes. and you're like, Whoa, but wait a minute, but then I'm you paint t- and I what? wanted this big phone. I needed to have it right in this upgrade or whatever. No, man, manipulated start to finish. Hey, if you're tired of being manipulated by big mobile and then having your money used against you, sign up for a Patriot Mobile account today. What are you waiting for? Patriot Mobile. They're you, they're me, they're libertarians and conservatives, they're capitalists, and they're out there working for you against all of these horrible things out there. Every other mobile company in America is working against you. There's some really cool things coming up with Patriot Mobile. By the way, I found out some additional things. You did? Yeah, that they're like, getting... I don't know if I'm able to say. Probably. Say that, that. Uh, but they are getting ready to grow in a major mm. way. They're, they're going to grow by leaps and bounds. And the more they can grow, the better it is. Remember, it exponentiates. So everybody on board right away. Mm-hmm. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. Sign up for an account today. They're going to give you $1,500 per account to switch. In other words, if you have to pay off back bills or you had some outstanding mm-hmm. um, credit for your phone that you're paying on, Taking anything like of. that, up to $1,500, they're going to get rid of it for you per account. Plus, <laughs> they got a great deal on Motorola E4 and E4 Plus this month, just four bucks a phone per mm. month per phone and then also if you use the promo code doc they'll waive the 30 dollar activation Bye-bye. fee i mean they are just stacking the deals they are they are going large sign up today patriotmobile.com slash doc i know you've been waiting and maybe you're like put it off or you forgot or whatever it is please set the you know reminder today on your calendar on your phone say switch over to patriot mobile it's patriotmobile.com slash doc or 808 patriot usually only takes a couple of minutes to do so you got Lori d saying so doc thompson is in a tri- in a is in a Asian triangle love? Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want to be. She's just no. always there with that. Libertarian saying next week Chris booked a florist, a photographer, and a cake baker. Yep, I'm sure it's coming. I just accept the stuff. Not a Steve Cannon saying, always thought that my wife will make the worst criminal. Leaves incriminating evidence wherever she oh goes. Oh my gosh, isn't that Cupboards, right? Cupboards, uh, kitchens, drawers, fingerprints. utensils, trail of garbage bags. <laughs> So what do you so what do you what do you like about the uh, the fiance and what don't you like? I don't want to put you on the spot or whatever. Oh, uh, she's positive, and I'm a very I was just uh, gonna dark, say dark per- not dark person, but like I always think like some people are trying to get me, and I'm very I could get real dark real quick. But the one thing I could see is like positive. That's oh. not dark. That's just called reality. They are trying to get you. Oh, okay, so they are trying to get. They me. really are. Yeah. So. I was like in my world, everybody's against me. In a her world, a lot of them are. In her world, like you got you know. Unicorns, butterflies, fairies. Yeah. Not the gay ones, the real fairies. Right. Pixies. Pixies, yes. Yeah, fresh little candies yes. and sheeps. Right. And also, come on, she's hot. Oh, she is hot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's um, hot. But, uh, but she, your fiance is really nice, too. And actually, there's some similarities between her and my wife. They're both very nice. Funny you say that. And they're both. Uh, my wife is more positive. Not so much anymore with being around me so long and two kids and all the So is that future problems. autumn? No, I don't think okay, so. I don't okay. think so. She'd have to be around me a lot more. That's pretty rough. <laughs> but um, no, real positive and uh, just um, 
sets a higher purpose and uh, standard. Yes. That 100%. you've got to be a better person. You've got to grow or whatever. She's like that the whole time. So yeah. it's funny because you, uh, your wife and my fiance have clicked like, and they've yeah. never met. Yeah. And of course, what I bring to pay, I'm just a circus. You know, I just work hard and just circus. Clean, just work. Lift heavy things. Yes. You know, that's me. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. sense and comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson thank you so much for the tweets really appreciate the yeah. help and the support and following us on twitter and uh, facebook and the other social media platforms it's at doc thompson show at real chris cruz um and of course twitter is kind of our it is our I'm social made. media of choice yes. during the show because it just it it's the easier. format works so well yes, for yes. us like for example libertarian send in a question any word on the august patriot mobile deal I have some family members I'm hoping to convert, and their contracts are up in August. That's awesome. Um, I would call them right now, 800-A-PATRIOT or yes. patreonmobile.com slash doc. Tell them um, we sent you. We sent you. Um, if you like what they have going on right now, uh, maybe they can extend that, or maybe you could sign up now. And wait? And wait, Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll work with you. They have great customer service. But when you call them up, just tell them, hey, um, heard about on the Blaze or whatever. Because honestly, it's not just about uh, doing for us. Uh, if they know you're yes. from our, it's going to... Trust me, they get... They're, they're going to go, oh, okay, every even time, more so. Every time you say, hey, this is from Doc, Doc sent me here, blah, blah, blah. Trust me, you'll get a different level of expertise even more. Well, you know what it is? They do a great job anyway, yes. but... People are afraid to tick off our our audience. audience. They know because they've seen what you do on social media. Yes, and they all know of it's, They know we hold people accountable. So. Yes. <laughs> Why do you think you haven't heard some of the sponsors come back? I tell people, Chris, and I both it was meeting when when we were with Aaron and Aaron, Michaela. We told them because we'd interviewed them. They said we're thinking about advertising. They sat in here with us, and I said that's great. And we're at the salesman, and I said, and they listened to the show, but I still said, you guys know. We're we're going to talk about a lot of different things that aren't you know and, and and we joke about your products and the audience is going to joke so don't be too sensitive because some people are like if you joke about a product it makes it sound bad it's no, and we're like it guys Shut come up. on that's not real life no I mean I, there's probably products you love yes that you still joke around your yes. family about or whatever mm-hmm. but in corporate America they get these consultants in and they're like well don't say that people could get the real idea so we have to tell them that's not what we do and and hey it's cool if you don't want that yeah. they don't advertise don't. yes so by the same token they have seen your Twitter, your your mm-hmm. tweets and our tweets, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, we know they're going to savage us. Yep, and trust me, <laughs> so, when I see you guys saying, hey, this product did not work, or oh, this company just screwed me. If we me, see them, we me pass and, them along. Me and Doc go full bore, crazy, angry Doc comes out, I'm like, what is our reputation? We're putting our yeah, butts I mean, in the line. If it's something like minor where there's a confusion or something, it's like, okay, we understand things. Yeah. Maybe you screwed something up. Maybe they misunderstand mm-hmm. companies. It happens to yes. all of us, sure. But yeah, if it's legit, yeah, we are not tolerating By that By the way, do you hear that awesome promo of Glenn's new book, Outrage? Yeah, the book's Addicted out what? Addicted to Outrage, September, another... uh, September 18th. Yeah. I just saw it. Um, and it says, check on iTunes for a preview of the book. And I was oh, like, oh, cool. Oh, I didn't know this. So if you guys have iTunes, just put Addicted to Outrage. Um, here's the problem when you put Addicted to Outrage. Two people show up. 
Glenn, Glenn Beck and Doc Thompson. Why are you coming up with addicted oh, to outrage? Okay, I know why. why? It, I was like, yeah, the addicted yeah. to outrage or whatever. Why is you? Well, because Glenn's got the book Addicted to Outrage. Yes. And I apparently am addicted to outrage. Oh, so you're addicted to outrage. I must be like featured or something. Oh, that are you what, featured? No, not in like, hey, this is a guy who also has some great opinions. Yes. This is like, this is the before picture. Oh. This is an example of what not to do. One, so if you are addicted to outrage. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, I'm, I'm speculating because I don't know why otherwise it would come up. Yeah. Or okay. uh, it, it, same thing happens if you do uh, Angry Doc. Oh, same yeah. picture, and then it'll see addicted to outrage. Yes. And Glenn Beck's yes. book is probably what it oh, is. Okay. Right. Speaking of addicted to outrage, okay. I saw a lady. Uh, uh, it's from. She's from Move On. I think Move On dot org. Okay. Okay. So you know, you know what her mo is. Mm-hmm. Addicted to outrage. She is addicted <laughs> to outrage. Sarah <laughs> Kennisberg. I'm sorry. Sarah Kennisberg. Anyway, that right. She took a snapshot. Okay. A picture of a newspaper article <coughs> and posted it, which I can't believe there was newspapers and that still, but regardless. And she put, okay, this is my new favorite letter, letter to the editor. She, from what I could tell, does not mean favorite because she wants to mock it. Oh, okay. It's only a couple of paragraphs, not very long. I'm going to share it with you what the okay. article says. She put, my name is Julianne Spire. Mm-hmm. I'm 12 years old, and I would like to inform you how offended and disappointed I am by the announcement of the Chesterland 4th of July parades comment about the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Okay. So again, this person from Move On mm-hmm. saw this 12-year-old girl write this article. Write this article. Who yeah. is offended and disappointed about the 4th of July parades comments about Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Okay. What would she be offended by? Something with me too, disparaging. Because yeah. by she's the way, twelve. So Girl like, Scouts are extremely progressive. progressive. The Boy Scouts are are yeah. getting there. They're getting there. The announcer labeled the Boy Scouts as quote future leaders of America, and he said the Girl Scouts were quote just having fun. <laughs> I found this comment very sexist and patronizing. A twelve-year-old said that. Yes. Okay. She found it very sexist and patronizing. I would appreciate it if you would help me to let other people know how much this kind of thing happens and how bad it is. I feel it is an insult to both girls and women of all ages. Um, 12-year-old? Hang on. Both girls and women of all ages. <laughs> women, girls, that covers it all. It's, it's the, the whole thing. thing. It's the same thing. Right. I mean, some people call girls, you know, your girl, even if you're 80 or yes. whatever it is, yes. but uh, we're women. Is, okay, fine. Okay. So girls are young and women are older or adults. Got it. So this is insulting to both women and girls of all ages. Yes. Is there a third category we left out? I don't know. In her mind said, yes. This kind of thing happens way too much and it is not okay at all. Does it? At all, Chris. <sighs> then in closing, she writes. I've always been taught that if you think something is unjust, change it. So, this is how I'm making a change. Thank you for listening to me, and I hope you can help me. So, she writes a letter to the editor. Yes. About something that happened at the parade. Yes. She's upset. Asking for their help. Yes. She said, um, I would appreciate it if you would help me let other know how, others know how much this happens or whatever. Yes. You mean report on it? 
that wouldn't be the news unless it's a specific, it's a specific news story, news story or a yes. statistic or something. But okay, kind of a gray area. And um, I'll go ahead and take her at her word that she wrote this with no help. Okay. But she's upset. Why? Because the Boy Scouts are future leaders mm-hmm. and Girl Scouts were just having fun. Mm-hmm. And this type of thing, I'm going to go ahead and assume she means the attitude that boys Tours. can do and girls cannot. Yes. Right? Because girls and women can do. Yes. They don't need the help. Exactly. Stop telling them they can't. They can do just like boys. And as part of that, she asked this paper for help. She, she wrote the, the editor of the paper saying that girls can do, and they don't need your help, they can be future leaders too. Please help me. I want to know if the editor's a man or a woman. What do you think? I really want to know what the newspaper is from. I really want to know who the heck is the editor. She's asking is. for help. Yes. Because girls don't need help. No, they don't. And she's always said, she said she's always been taught if you think something is unjust, Fix change it. it. So this is how she's making a change. Yes, by asking for help. Yeah, you're not making a change. No. You wrote about yes. wanting change. Yes. And if, ask for help. If he does something about it that leads to change, you could say, well, I guess you were kind of in the pipeline and inspired change, but you so far it. you haven't made a change. No. You've just kind of complained about it a little bit. Yes. Though. Yes. So let me get this straight. All the stereotypes of girls, you got to throw those out the window. Right? Because you're talking stereotypes. Boys are future leaders. Girls are having fun. Throw it out the window. Throw that out the window. Mm -hmm. You've just said (laughs) all you're doing is blah, blahing. You're nagging and asking for somebody else to help. (laughs) So many words. With a lot of words. (laughs) So, again, the stereotype... You're offended as a woman by words. In other words, you're over-emotional. Yes. And you blah blah with a whole lot of words, and you believe those blah bitty blah are going to amount to something. Mm-hmm. Nagging. You're nagging. And you're asking a man or anybody else to help you, the young 12-year-old girl. Yep. <clears throat> and this Sarah Kazuhi, whatever, from moveon.org, it's her new favorite letter to the editor. This. This is her... Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to go ahead and boop retweet that out so you can read it for yourself. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Hashtag how to spot a feminist. Oh. <laughs> I you. didn't put that on there, but you probably Thank should. You. Would you do that for me? I Could somebody do that? Do that? Retweet it with that. You. How to sp- Hashtag how to. Oh, snap. She's at move on. If everybody retweets that, that I just said, but add your own hashtag how to spot a feminist. Put that out there. Yes. Yeah, going to trigger some people. You think so? Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, I got to get to Joe Crowley this morning. Got a oh, couple of things. Okay. Joe Crowley is the guy who lost the primary to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. He lost to her, but he is not going quietly into that good night. Nay, no, nay, nay, nay. He's still out there doing the work of the people up till the final moments he's in office. And Chris, he is still. Preaching from uh, moral superiority. Oh, yeah? Yes, because he cares about people and he understands how horrible we have been to brown people, to illegals, Hmm. and other immigrants in America. He has some thoughts about immigration and has a suggestion of how we can set the things that are currently wrong right. I'm ready. I got my notes. Again, here is Joe Crowley, the guy who lost to that 25-year-old Alexandria Ortega. Here we go. Uh, and to have these children ripped apart and separated 
uh, is one of the most reprehensible things I've witnessed in my 20 years uh, service here in the world, in, in the House of Representatives. By the way, real uh, quick, can you pause that one just one second there? See, when he says things like my 20 years here in D.C., in their mind, I'll bet that they hear, like, this gives me a lot of standing. Yes, right? I've been here I 20 know. Years. I'm, I'm an expert. Right. So, like, if you say, I've been practicing medicine for 20 years or 30 years, you're like, wow, that's a guy who really, he's got some skill, he's got some experience. But see, when it comes to D.C., even the people on the left don't want that now. So, and you know how I know? Because hmm. you just lost to a 26-year-old girl who doesn't know anything. anything. Is she 28? 28. 28-year-old, okay. In the House of Representatives. Uh, these children need to be reunited with their parents immediately. And um, once again, the administration's actions in the first place with their inability uh, to restore uh, these families is reprehensible. The damage that has been done to these children will be lifelong. Uh, to these family units will be lifelong as well. And in fact, uh, I, I suggest they, they need to be compensated for uh, what this administration I did to them, but the first form of compensation needs to be the full reunification of these families. Uh, Chris Cruz, your thoughts? Uh, thank God he lost. Uh, yeah, she's the extremist, apparently. <laughs> yes. She's the extremist? Yes. You're going to compensate illegals. So you're going to pay them what? Because they crossed it here illegally and we took their kids because they're criminals? They broke the law. Yes. And law enforcement arrested them. Check. And then you don't like how that proceeded. So you need to be compensated. This is like me saying this is not, you know, akin to police violence or, you know, a cop arrests me and he does something illegal or inappropriate. You know, while arresting me, he clubs me, right? Beats the snot out of me. Mm -hmm. I end up in the hospital. That's illegal and inappropriate. I have grounds to sue. Mm-hmm. Okay, and maybe I should be made whole. Got it. Sorry. That's not what happened here. They didn't do anything illegal or even in my uh, opinion, inappropriate. Mm. You may not like it, but again, you didn't have to do it. You yeah. didn't have to come here illegally. So they need to be compensated. And compensated how? Well, first and foremost, you got to reunite them. By the way, we got details today. Yeah. Uh, almost 2,000 have been reunited. reunited. Like, it was like, I don't remember the exact number, 16, 1,800. And the ones that could not get reunited is because they're, they're criminals. They got criminal record. Right. They cannot be reunited with their kids. So again, the media not holding uh, him accountable. Thank you. What type of compensation representative? Mm-hmm. Financial compensation? Well... I ask you, ladies and gentlemen of America, you, ladies and gentlemen who immigrated here legally, <laughs> who spent 10, 20, whatever, $1,000 to come here legally, do you want these people to be paid <clears throat> for breaking the law, <laughs> for not doing what they were supposed to do? Talk about reward and bad behavior. Unbelievable. It is absolutely unbelievable. Thank God and he lost. And he was not progressive enough. Oh, my gosh. They went with somebody more progressive. By the way, MS-13 <laughs> has had a resurgence, regardless of what the media tells you. Mm-hmm. And we've got some information on that. <clears throat> Thanks in part to reduced enforcement of illegal gang members during okay. the Obama administration and then bad policies toward resetting, uh, resettling those unaccompanied minors that mm-hmm. came in waves during the Obama mm-hmm. administration. 
ICE uh, has been unable to, during his administration, crack down on MS-13 the way they had in previous times. And they have flourished. MS-13 is doing much better. Obama directed ICE to make arresting MS-13 members for immigration violations a lower priority. You had to have some major other case. Wow. Prior to that, they also went after MS-13 because you're gang members. Gang members. If you haven't committed a crime, it's only a matter of time. Mm -hmm. Or we just haven't found out yet. Found you yet. Because that is what the basis of the organization is. That's not to say you're guilty until proven innocent. It's going to happen because that's what your, your membership in that gang dictates. You must commit crime. Yes. In order to be a member of that gang, yes. you must do it. And not just crime, heinous crime. Heinous, rape, decapitation, murder, stuff like this. Oh. Right. So Obama said, yeah, we're not going to look at them just for being gang members, which is crazy. Yep. ICE gang related arrests fell during the Obama administration by thousands. Wow. So in 2012, he had been in there a couple of years, and he started getting his policies in place. And remember, George W. Bush helped start ICE, um, and he had a policy, you go after MS-13. So Obama gets in, slowly starts changing the policy. In 2012, he'd already been in town, been in office a while, uh, 4,600 gang-related arrests from ICE. 4,600, 2012. Two years later, in 2014, 1,500. Wow. <clears throat> They just were not arresting. They were not them. arresting people. And while they were deprioritizing uh, the arrests of gang members of MS-13, mm-hmm. we had that unaccompanied uh, minor surge. U.S. immigration law requires that those minors be released from detention, quote, without unnecessary delay. That's the law. Mm-hmm. And you must put them in the least restrictive settings possible. You can't have him locked up locked in jail. Up. Yeah. Right. Most of those teens then were released. Mm. into the general population of America. Oh, don't worry. You'll get to your hearing down the road. A lot of them didn't show up. Now, they have proven Mm -hmm. a direct correlation between Mm MS-13 enrollment and those unaccompanied minors. Wow. If they saw a spike of uh, uh, unaccompanied minors in a certain area... They see a spike in MS-13 gang member because MS-13 plays on them. You recruit people and you say, it's not your fault. You're here without your family. It's the fault of the government to join us and we'll be your family. It's what Hitler did. It's what gangs do. This is how they operate. So you could see a correlation. That's one of the things that Obama brought to the table when it came to immigration. And that's seemingly what Joe Crawley is bringing to the table and also Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Hey, if you haven't had a chance yet, please check out The Briefing from Sean Spicer. It's a new book that he has out. It's an audio book. He even uh, reads it. He uh, narrates it himself, which is pretty cool because you really get the feel of what it's like as he's telling those stories. It's different when you're telling somebody else's words versus your own. It's called The Briefing. You can get it at Audible. Just go to, is it audible.com? Yes, audible.com. Or you can uh, sign Sign up with the membership or possibly get a cheaper membership, mm-hmm. or maybe it's already included in your, prime. in your Prime membership with Amazon. But check it out. John Spicer served as the White House press secretary during the first seven months of the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. So imagine him telling those stories and think how goofy it was at the time, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. and uh, he's on Saturday Night Live. And you know that has to be kind of oh, triggering. Yeah, but he's going to tell some behind the scenes tales, things that were um, almost as difficult uh, in an administration plagued by leaks and frustration that they have and scaramucci is talked about in the book 
It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. As soon as I get a chance, I am going to check this out because it's going to tell you probably a lot about the yes. administration, even if it's not just the attitude. No. It's called The Briefing. It's by Sean Spicer, available at Audible. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Alrighty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned pro-criminal tip number 3640, revenge is a dish best served without incriminating yourself. (laughs) It's so true. We learned Kelly McGinnis took my breath away in 1986 and still did today. (laughs) We learned that I have been, uh, think a cop is, a, a cop car is uber drunk. Oh. I, I have been that drunk. And your friend? Uh, yeah, uh, he's been uh, steal a cop's hat drunk. Mm. We learned that a giant neck tack. Can I do this? Oh, that one. Yes. Uh, Sorry, ready? I'm stumbling. Three, two. We learned that a giant neck tattoo of your name is good uh, for networking, but bad if you want to be an anonymous drug dealer. Yes, 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 yes. We learned if you're planned to defend against stereotyping females, stereotypes females, you're, you're doing, doing it, it wrong. wrong. And finally, we learned that uh, Hamas. And ISIS does not have a Freedom of Information Act no. request platform available to get Debbie What's-Her-Name Schultz emails. No. no. We Good don't, luck. It's not available not at submit. this point. Maybe in the future they do. New York Times. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? In Doc Rules, a feminist looks and sounds like a man that's been smoking for 100 years. It's pretty much everybody's world. I can just spot him pretty well now. <laughs> and that's it, Doc. I am done. I'm changing my lifestyle. I'll be posting pictures of Kelly McGillis all around my house. Dear, near, near. She's your, she's your inspiration? No. I do not want to end up no, like that. No, that's what I mean. She's yeah, inspiring yes. you to go the other that's way. Right, you go the other way. She's the before Ooh. picture. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, good. yes, yes. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm going to be running like crazy today. I was like, I don't want to run when I get off. Nope, I'm going, Kelly I'm McGillis. going the distance Kelly McGillis, today. Kelly McGillis. All right, uh, Corby, spin of the dials, radio style, Dallas, Texas, Mercury Studios. What, if anything, did you learn today? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Sorry. Sad. Sad. I don't think he was even in there. Paying attention. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? TMB Jackal 007. Told you he's real. Who? TMB Jackal 007. The one that people kept saying that he's oh, fake. Yeah, oh, yeah. I oh. told you he's real. I thought that was the tweet. Okay. No. It's all clear now. Chris Cruz mechanic that sabotaged the chair. Now, that's a dedicated individual. That's the mechanic. Remember uh-huh, that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Tim B. Drake saying, uh, okay, okay. The cigar story is not leftovers. This was served once before. A lot of people calling you on that one. I have not done that story. I don't know. Neil before Sock saying, is it gay if you currently uh, find Tom Cruise more attractive than Kelly McGillis? Nope. It means you're sane and in, your eyes are in perfect working condition. <laughs> and you don't like fat old people. Hey, I didn't get those new numbers of destination. I ran out of time. Oh, I ran out. Well, can we just do a Monday? Yes. Make sure to make a note of yes, it, okay? I, I got it right And here. get Mordecai. Good. Yes. And uh, what does Glenn have coming up on his broadcast? Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Okay, what is Glenn wearing today? How to spot a feminist. Look at him. You can literally oh, good, spot a feminist good. if you look at him. That looks a little feminine on him. That's though. what That's I'm saying. Remember, the morning blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you, you are. are. Anya, now you go home.
Jason Buttrell told it on the news and why it matters. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.